Hello and welcome to our spoiler episode of Modern Escapism where we'll be discussing the Zack Snyder Justice League. I am your host for this special, uh, for it is I, Stig, and to help me on this epic journey I have enlisted my own crack team of Cape Crusaders. First up we have the clown prince of podcasts himself, it's Oodles. Tell me, do you bleed? And joining him is a man who fights the evil forces of coughs, creaks and background noises well into the dark of night. It's the editing night gadget. What's my superpower? I'm rich. (laughs) 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 So first off, if you haven't seen the Zack Snyder Justice League cut, then pause the podcast right now, watch all four hours and then come back and listen to us discuss it. We'll see you in four hours, guys. Yeah. We'll be here. You back now? Great. (laughs) So we are going to delve into Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. So for those of you who don't know, this came about because um, after Zack Snyder directed Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman, he began his uh, Justice League project. But due to some tragic personal circumstances, he stepped down from the project and Warner Brothers brought Joss Whedon in to finish the project off. And what we got was an absolute mess of a film. If uh, listeners will have heard Gadget ranting about this 2017 <laughs> Justice League way back yeah. in our early episodes. Just editing, as, a, as an editing piece, it's just... Yeah, Ooh. it's an absolute mess of two different directors' styles, uh, studio interference, loads of changes. And basically this caused a bit of an uproar with fans. And... Mm. They've been pushing for Zack Snyder to release his version and eventually HBO Max and Warner Brothers teamed together and decided to let Zack finish his version off. And here we are. For better or for worse. Yes. (laughs) And this is where we're at. We now have the full four-hour Zack Snyder Justice League as he intended it to be released. And we're going to discuss it. Yes, we are. If you have seen the film, which I hope you have, you'll notice that it's in six different parts and an epilogue. And originally I was going to break down the whole film, then come back and discuss the film with the uh, between us. But then I realised that doing that would probably take up most of the runtime because yeah. it is a long film. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we're going to go... By part, we're gonna. I'm gonna give a rundown of the part, and then we'll discuss what happens in that part and our feelings about that section. But before we get going, I just want to know first what your initial thoughts are on the film. So, Oodles, just give us a quick rundown on how you feel about the film after seeing it. I genuinely believe this is what the film should have been. Now, am I gonna sit here and say this is the best film ever made? No. Is it a good Justice League film based on the characters available? Yes, I think it is. Genuinely. Yeah. Um, there's some choices I don't like, but we'll get into that. Yeah, and yourself, Gadget? I'm currently petitioning The Hague to have Zack Snyder tried for Crimes Against Humanity. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm somewhere in the between. So we've got a great... Uh... Yeah. Some great opinions going on here. I good think. dynamic. A good dynamic. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> good job I'm here, guys. Yeah, it is. It is. 
Uh, right, so we are going to start off. I'm going to run through part one, and then we're going to have a little discussion on that. Yeah. So part one starts with a recap of Batman versus Superman. We see Superman dying, and it sends a shockwave around the world that wakes the mother boxes in Atlantis, Themyscira, and Cyborg's cupboard. Yes. Batman, we see Batman traveling over the mountains to a, re- a remote village where he's looking for the Aquaman. He has a discussion with Aquaman who tells him to get lost, basically. <laughs> Next up, we see Martha standing at Clark's grave and we see her leaving the farm and find out that it's bank owned and it's now up for sale and she's lost the farm. Yeah. Uh, up next, we see Lois. She's vis- visiting Superman's destroyed statue and we find out that she's been going there daily. We cut to London where we some terrorists take over the museum they have a bomb which they plan to set off, but they're stopped by Wonder Woman. And then we're back to Themyscira where Steppenwolf arrives with some of his parademons, has to fight the Amazon Amazons, uh, chases them down, has another fight with them, but then eventually escapes with the first mother box. Right. So introductions to the characters of Aquaman and Wonder Woman there. I didn't particularly enjoy this first part. I thought the introductions of those characters weren't very good, and the fight in Themyscira was a bit of a mess. How do you how do you feel? Yeah, the um, I mean, I mean, this is the one bit of the film I'll say that's the most like the Whedon cut. Yeah, mm. like at least most consistently the same scenes, kind of in the same order. Um, the I, I mean the Aquaman intro is all right, you know. I I, I quite like the kind of the um the the back and forth um, when Bruce is talking to the um to the town leader and it, he knows he's speaking to Aquaman, but it's just quite a nice little reveal there for if if you you are somehow unaware of Jason Momoa. Yes, <laughs> um, imagine, imagine, yeah. The um the singing women, yeah, didn't get it. That was weird. What was that about? Too long. I don't know why she picked up his jumper as well. Sniffed, sniffed it. His jumper. <laughs> sniff. Well, yeah, that's. I'm that a, I, really I'd weird. probably sniff his jumper, but that's me. I'm a, I'm a perf. Um, it's not going to smell like fish, though. It was just too long. Yeah. And then these Scandinavians started harmonising like fucking pentatonics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fucking hell. The, th- the, th- the thing is, I get what they're trying to say. is like this, te- this like, little village worships. Um, Aquaman because obviously he does a lot of good things because he comes on the king tide. Yeah, and but the, the yeah the singing was weird. I, just, I don't. It's it's one of the there's there's a few scenes in this that I simply just don't get. Same, and I don't think it's a case of not knowing the background to the comic books. I think it's just a fucking weird choice. And that's got nothing to do. With, Aquaman yeah. in general on this has got nothing to do with the comic books. I also find it really odd how Batman got there. Like Horseback. he's tra- just traveling <laughs> over these like there there is an off the cuff comment saying that um, yeah. the helicopter no one's flown a helicopter over the mountains for years. Yeah, but it's it's like he's gone he's gone there on kind of horseback. On horseback with not very not a lot of provisions either by the looks no. of things. <laughs> climb climb down a sheer cliff face with the horse, which is yeah. an impressive feat by anybody's standard. Come on, guys, he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah. But then at the end of the uh, at the end of the I can't remember it's at the end of this part or at the beginning of the next part. Anyway, you see him. Landed an airport in a helicopter. Yeah, in a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> the storm's magically gone away. That's yeah. prevented him from flying. Yeah, but... it's, it's it's gash. It's proper. It's just absolute. Ugh, it, yeah, I, I, get... I, I hated this. I hate this. Yeah, thing. I get that he's Genuinely. Batman, but like, 
I mean, Batman is human, and those were some pretty horrendous like snowstorms that he had to. Yeah. What I do like, Terrain. what I do like, uh, before we go any even further, is the Superman death cry because that is a thing from the yeah. books, and it was predicted by Luther. Uh, the bells will toll, and the death cry was like a bell, wasn't it? And um, yeah, yeah it, it around went around the, the whole world. Yeah. What I didn't like with that bit though is Jesse Eisenberg standing in a CGI puddle. Oh, that's that, shocking. It looks what was shocking. that about? It wasn't even wet. <laughs> no, he wasn't. It was like clearly obvious. He was there was no puddle. Like, yeah. why is he not in water? Just put him into where water. Where was he? Where was he supposed to be there? Because in I, Superman's I thought, ship. He's in the ship. I thought though, right? I thought mm. so. Yeah, it just didn't. Like, it didn't re- register me in the back of my head, like where he was and why he was. there. He's in the bath. <laughs> no, he's yeah. there at the end of Stood Batman up in versus his bath. Superman. I think that's where oh, he. Right. That's where we first see Steppenwolf as like a kind of a on that communicator thing that yeah. they use like yeah. yeah yeah so i mean then aquaman obviously he goes off as a little yeah it's not icky font anymore is it when version. he runs into when he oh, dives into so, the uh water yeah, go, go, going back into just that that initial opening establishing shot of him mm. um, when when bruce Co- he comes out he takes the goggles off and then he kind of looks over the cliff that didn't look right to me like the perspective seemed really wrong. Well, the village isn't there it... in real life, so I, I, I gathered that. Like, <laughs> I gather he's not. They, they didn't have Ben Affleck on that cliff, and they weren't really looking over. That's all CGI. <laughs> but I don't know whether it was like the four three um, uh, aspect, aspect ratio, yeah. or just the way they'd done that CGI. But it just like as the camera pans around, like nothing's moving naturally, and it's just like I was watching that going, "Ooh, ooh, no, no, no." This, yeah, I didn't like it either. I didn't like any of it, any of that bit. I mean, no. We haven't touched quickly on the aspect ratio. Now, to start with, I was like, this is really odd. I do not like this because I'm not mm. used to it. Didn't bother me by the end. Like, No, you forget about uh, it. After, yeah, I kind of was... forgot about it, so it wasn't too much of a thing. There was a massive thing made about it, obviously, and we, I was like, what the hell? Why the hell a 4-3-ish ratio? Is it IMAX and, cinemas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, why is it in the two versions, what... home version and a cinema version? Like, yeah, what, I think what... I think what Snyder wanted to do was have the... Because when you see a film in IMAX, generally speaking, most dialogue sequences are still filmed in, like, 16 yeah, by 9 yeah. or something and you can, you can see it fading, can't you, when it goes yeah, to the action and then, shots. Yeah, and then the action sequences are in 4.3, so they yeah. fill up that entire massive screen. Yeah. I think Zack Snyder wanted it all in um, <sighs> to fit that massive screen. I think that would have been awful to watch it on a screen that size. Absolutely. Because mm. there is... A, I mean... There is a lot of dialogue in this film. Uh, it's a chatter. It's a chatty yeah. film. I mean, it's a fucking four-hour film. There needs to be a lot of dialogue yeah. to pad it out. But the, I'll slow I buzz. think, like, <laughs> I've only seen a couple of films in in IMAX, but like, you know, because you end up kind of sitting really back and kind of looking up above you and kind of yeah. you know, stuff like that. It was same way Interstellar. Think, yeah, I think that would be really distracting to watch all those sequences of dialogue like that. Yeah, but, I agree. Um, I yeah, agree. but I mean, I mean, but yeah. By the by, the end of it, I kind of I didn't you really just forget. It. It's, yeah. like, it's like you know, if you watch a box set of old old sitcoms or something like that yeah. that were made in the nineties, they'll they'll be in box out like that anyway. So it's like it's just it's jarring for that first maybe hour or so, especially yeah. when the first couple of action scenes happen. Yeah, like, there's no. I I would prefer the Dark Knight um, sequence where it transitions to it, and you can tell. I kind of like that because in my back, back of my mind, I'm like, oh, here we go, here we go, action time. Mm. But also, 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 I do. Say, I will say the handful of scenes from the Whedon cut that were kept in that weren't Snyder's ones. Mm. The kind of there's a couple of them throughout the film that are used as like connective tissue. They didn't he say, didn't look, he, say he used like 15 minutes of his cut. 
Yeah, but they now look really oddly framed. Yeah, because they've been put into four three because obviously they've been zoomed out to Absolutely. whatever uh, to whatever the sensor was, uh, the camera sensor. So it's just like it it kind of makes it still very hodgepodge because some scenes are just framed wrong because you can tell the intention was for them to be chopped down into 16 by 9 yeah and, yeah, you, and you just end up with like the the object whatever the camera focuses on in the middle and then just a lot of kind of empty real estate or like nothing happening around them because it's not the frame isn't being catered for it's a very strange decision yeah mm. uh we'll move on quickly past martha and lois lois gets her little music intro like everyone with a little slow-mo the sad aren't they? Oh, yeah. oh god that was that, that was I I laughed so hard when that slow mo intro came on for I her. Don't, I don't know why she's getting a slow mo. Anyway, we'll cut to London. Wonder Woman. Uh, firstly, the Superman flag over Tower Bridge. <sighs> why? I like that image. <laughs> I, like, it, I think that's a good I image. I just didn't think. Is that... it, is, isn't this film set though like a significant time after Superman's? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like it's not recent. It's like six months. Yeah, but I just yeah. I, I just don't even think that even the. The think about it, right, stick think about it right. in, in, in across that, in the hall of Tower Bridge. No, no, no. It's, also, no, no. it's <laughs> also a really bad CGI thing of that. Oh, flag it looks on shit. <laughs> but think about it this way, right? If if this world had a Superman living in it that saved us countless times from an alien force. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the collateral damage and the cost to Metropolis in general. But if he'd have saved the world from alien harvesting machines, he'd be the new Messiah and He's dead, and everyone knows. So it's like, yeah, yeah I get. It mm. makes sense why that's on Tower Bridge, mate. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we see some terrorists break into the black clad into a into a mu- museum and start killing people. Yeah, and then Wonder Woman shows up to to. Uh, it's in the old rescue the day. Now, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Right. Firstly, an English guy says we've got enough explosions to level four city blocks. Mm-hmm. Nah. When stuff like no that, blocks here. No blocks here. <laughs> We're in London. <laughs> There's no blocks. Yeah. So that just made me laugh a little bit. But their their intention is to just set this bomb off. So why is there a timer? Why are they even bothering? Why not just blow the bomb up? Why why yeah. why have they done all of this? It makes no sense. Also, 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 I mean, I'm not an explosives expert, but I'm pretty sure a suitcase full of explosives wouldn't be enough to level I don't think whatever the equivalent of America is. It, isn't like four city blocks in America like a half a mile or something like yeah. that? Like, it's and massive. A significant. It's massive. And even if she threw it up in the air, surely the explosion would come down anywhere. Yeah, it's three dimensionals an explosion, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Exactly, and blow the roofs <laughs> and everything up. So yeah, yeah I you're just, right. I just did not like this scene. It's stupid. At all. I mean, they were saying like, "Oh, we're going to bring back society back to the dark ages." Why by blowing up the old Bailey Courthouse? Why don't you go to the London Stock Exchange instead? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, the, the I mean, there is there is so much. Like, I I did giggle, and I I remember giggling at the in the original version, which is when she when she gets him in the in the lasso of truth thing. And he's like, "Who are you?" He says, "We're a reactionary terrorist force." Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> of course you are. Just choice of line is just like. You would think like a it's terrorist honest, would though. say, "Well, it's honest," but you would say like, "Oh, we're from this group or that group." We're freedom know, fighters, or yeah, something like that, because it's that's his truth. But anyway, aside from that, so she manages to disarm and knock out all of them, apart from the one guy who yeah. then unloads his clip, who who then who, who then shoots at all at all the school children, and Wonder Woman does the very brave thing chink, of chink, like, chink. yeah, yeah, using using Which the, um, really the glaive that she's got. 
Well, yeah, because it's, it's again, it's, a, it's, it's a tra- that Zack Snyder transition from slow-mo to fast-mo, to back to slow-mo. Yeah. Also, they sped her up. She hasn't got that kind of speed. Well, no, that's a, but, if, yeah, that's if you've watched the Wonder Woman films, she just seems to get yeah, powers yeah, she from does wherever. Have super speed oh, is it, one of the, uh, is it one of those yeah. kind of situations? Yeah, yeah. But so she does it. So she does all that. The guy starts to reload, and she murders him. Yeah, she by does. She, expl- by, she explodes him. Yeah, she explodes him <laughs> yeah. by tapping tapping the things together. Explodes him. Destroys a big chunk of the building. Showers the police down below with bricks and masonry and, and shit. Blood, so probably. So probably killed some police down below as well. Yeah, yeah. But basically vaporizes this guy in front of yeah. a load of Can we just children. can we actually sit back, but, stand back, and, and remember that those gauntlets destroyed Ares? Yeah, <laughs> the god of war. Why did but, she need to use them? I don't. know. Why did they not save that moment of her using the gauntlets for, 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 that, Steppenwolf. for Steppenwolf? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I guess it's to show that she has that power, but it's an unnecessary use of it. It's like it's actually a really atrocious use of it because then she yeah. turns around, she's like they're untying them all, and, all, and then you've got you've got that little girl who says, "Can I be like you someday?" I'm like, "A murderer to be like her." She's just murdered yeah. a bloke. She says, "I'd be five thousand years old can, too." You can be anything you want to be. I, I just wrote in my notes, except a fucking god. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you weren't fashioned by clay by Zeus himself, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah it's a, if, in, fact, in fact, my precise note for the section was, quote-unquote, can I be like you someday, capital letters, fuck off with this mawkish shit. <laughs> because, I hate that kind again, of stuff, I hate it. That, that is something that's completely unnecessary. Like the, ter- the terrorist attack thing, fine, have that as an action sequence. That, that was, up until that point... A pretty cool action sequence. Yes, I agree. She, she, she bashes, she bashes some lads. She blows a thing up in the sky. A lot of blood splatter then, on this one as well, isn't there? Against the oh, walls yeah, and very, stuff. It's a lot more violent. Mm. I, th- I wonder if that sequence was put in there, especially with the fact that she killed him, mm. to make that differentiation between what an Avengers film would be and what a Justice League. I film agree. Would be. I agree. Because they well, have no compunction in this film about killing people. Well, Wonder Woman never did anyway. She's, yeah. She's a fucking... Well, you know, like Marvel, like, Marvel heroes go out of their way not to kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Anyway, we, so, yeah, we'll move on quickly to the last section. So we're back in the Mascara, and the Steppenwolf finally arrives with mm-hmm. his uh, parademons, and they fight the Amazons. Mm. Takes he looks box. atrocious. I hate the Steppenwolf redesign. I, I don't mind the redesign don't. of his head, but the armor. It's the armor. Is I think he should have been a human a anyway. Better. I know, but I think he looks a lot better. I think than... he's always looked terrible. He looks like some kind of strong super alien god when in actual fact he should have just been a really like a seven foot five humanoid with a lovely goatee, long black hair, with an helmet on. <laughs> That's what he should I have been. I don't kind of mind his design but his armor is a bit it looks weird. scarier and he looks like yeah. dark side's boss his voice is a lot better <laughs> he's got yeah, fucking lots of voice that. I, I, I do, hear what do he's saying what? I do yeah. love that throughout the film you know when he portals in and out that boom like when boom, he portals yeah. in and out boom I, I, tubes that was a really good like sound mix that's like what that. they're called it's, as well sounded, boom tubes it sounded really good like when he did that but yeah. it's the whole fight once the, that initial fight it happens, and I forget her name. Sorry, Wonder Woman's mother's running out. They knock those wooden blocks out of the way, which it just all looks really cheap. It feels like they used the CGI budget elsewhere in the film. Yeah, well, make, that's from the original cut as well, isn't it? That bit where they're knocking. Yeah, 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 huge chunk of that's from the original cut. The yeah. only thing I think they added in was, was extra horses to throw around. 
it was actually yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was fucked it was, up. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was a couple, picking couple, them up. A couple of extra digital horses that yeah. unfortunately died. Um, but seen when he went in the, the ocean as well. Yeah, whether yeah when the thing when the thing yeah. uh, the the rotunda collapsed in the ocean, that's new. But yeah, it just it it's that looked like an like an Unreal Engine video. It like, did, it mate. Looked like it a, did. It looked very and not a new game-ish. one either. Do you know what it reminded me of? Like, there's one point where she's riding a horse, and it's like a head on of her, and then everything's happening in the background. It just reminded me of those old like 50s, 60s like films where yeah, someone's in does. a car, someone's in a car, <laughs> yeah. just sat, and they've got like something moving behind them. It just looked bad. I don't Driving know why it looked so bad, but. It- it, it also did that thing, which I think some of the Avengers films are guilty of this one as well, where the fight seems to be extended by a few sequences far too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, when it's coming towards the end of it, when um, when they're starting to get knocked off the horses, and then uh, Steppenwolf is kind of catching up to them, and she fires the arrow into the box and pulls it along with her. It's like, it's all these things that just keep extending the fight by another 30 seconds, another 30 seconds. And I, I remember getting to the point thinking, just kill somebody or fuck off do one of them mm, yeah stop extending it he's also he's also strangely bigger when it suits the film like he can pick two oh, yeah. horses there's no up there's no scaling on him he can pick two horses <laughs> up in that scene but then when he's facing up against superman he's only about a foot taller than him yeah, yeah. i find um, that very odd yeah the, the the without getting too far ahead but there's the the, the fight under gotham harbor like he yeah. there's a couple of sequences where I think when he's when he's torturing someone, he looks a lot smaller than when he's actually yeah. fighting. I wonder if it's the armor. I wonder if the armor jacks him up or something. Well, well, the, armor, the armor does flex a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, the armor flexes with him. It yeah. gives him high heels. Yeah. So that's <laughs> so that's the end of part one. Steppenwolf gets away Which, with. For my money, is the, the worst one. part of the film. Yes, I agree yeah, significantly. Yeah. So part two, Steppenwolf leaves and goes to what looks like an abandoned town next to a nuclear power station. Chernobyl looking place, isn't it? Yep. Batman has a conversation with Alfred about the Flash and pulling his team together. The next scene, we're in the lab where Cyborg's dad, Silas Stone, works and a parademon turns up looking for the second mother box. Yep. Back to Themyscira, we have the Amazons lighting the arrow to send out into the world of man to warn Diana that danger is here. Yep. She sees a news report on the burning arrow at work. Silas is in work the next day and is questioned about the empty box, which the mother box should have been in. But, mm-hmm. but he goes home to have a conversation with Victor, a.k.a. Cyborg, and we find out that the mother box is there, which we did see in the opening section. We did, yeah. yes. Yeah. So Diana travels to Athens and goes down into the crypts. She opens up a secret door with the arrow and inside is a mural about the mother boxes, dark side, and the war that happened before. Mm-hmm. There's a random moment with Aquaman saving someone on a boat. He has a whiskey and then he takes his top off <laughs> and goes back into the sea. And he looks fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> down, in, down in the ocean, he's confronted by Volko, who tells him to take up his true position and warns him about the danger coming. Volko doesn't look incredible. No. <laughs> so he tells him to go to Atlantis and protect the box. Yeah. So Steppenwolf has a conversation with Desaad over some funky metal-like communication devices they have about collecting the mother boxes and winning back Darkseid's favour. Diana goes to meet Bruce and tells him about the previous war with Darkseid. We get a flashback that shows a battle of men, Amazons, old gods, i.e. Zeus and Ares, the Atlanteans and the Green Lanterns coming together to fight Darkseid and his forces. We see Darkseid finally finds the anti-life equation, but he's defeated and the mother boxes are split up between men, uh, Amazons, and the Atlanteans. 
It's all in part two. That's a lot. That's in no, part two. It, in part two. He doesn't find the anti-life equation. Oh, he, he does. does actually. Yeah, he, he does. does this early. Yeah, he does. Yeah, which, you're right. Which, which, yeah, it's it's Steppenwolf doesn't find it. It's Darkseid. Steppenwolf finds it, anyway. finds it later, but yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And so, yeah, so forgets. So this section <laughs> really is all about kind of a little introduction to Cyborg. Uh we get a bit of Steppenwolf's motivation rather than just being I'm evil and I want to destroy things. We find out yeah. that actually he's doing it for to win back Darkseid's favor. Trying to, yeah, he's trying to get back in. Yeah, I think, what is, I think is is much better than the original film because in the original film he was just evil. Yeah, I Grant, didn't mention Gr- Darkseid. <laughs> yeah, grant, granted, that's now just moved up a level because yeah, Darkseid Dark is just evil. Yeah. Um, well, but, you know what he did to Darkseid to make him want to get back in his favor. No, see yeah. that that doesn't get touched upon in this film. Oh yeah, so. I just knew it. That's so strange. It doesn't tell you why. <laughs> well, he murdered his mom. So okay. <laughs> See, Darkseid, uh, uh, Steppenwolf has a bit of, it's weird. because Steppenwolf that, is Darkseid's uncle, by the way. Darkseid's uncle, and he has yeah. like real daddy issues Yeah, he for, does. for his yeah, nephew. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, Darkseid wasn't the strength <laughs> that he is now. Uh, but, but look, when he were fighting Ares and Zeus, um, he didn't have the, uh, um, the, the Omega rays and stuff like that. Yeah. It, he, wasn't, he wasn't the man that he, well, the creature that he is today. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. really have a lot to say about this section. Um, there is something than, that I really loved. Other than Jason Momoa clearly has it in his contract that he has to take his top off. There's an even like, better thing. There's an even better thing than that. Um, Ryan Char- uh, Chow um, yeah. is the Atom. Okay. Yeah. That, that doesn't get even touched yeah, on other than. because I'm a nerd and I know that. Yeah. <laughs> He's the new Atom, by the way, not the original Atom. Yeah. Oodles is our resident uh, DC, DC nerd comic yeah. reader, yeah. So he knows um, about this shit where I do not. So the 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 boot accident thing with um, Aquaman is fine. I mean, that was it. That was in the original as well, I believe. Yes, it was in the trailers um, as well. Yeah, it was like a trailer the, shot. Uh, the, the, the the shirt ripping sequence when uh, shirt taken off sequence when he's on the dock. I I wrote down at that one. Make an action film. Or make a perfume advert. Don't make both. <laughs> Do you know what bothers me about this? Right? It looks like like a David off cool water. It really does. Or something, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it's a, it it's not just that it goes into slow motion, but it's like that ultra like thousand frame a second slow motion yeah. as the water's crashing across. It's his just face so and the stupid. Going... It makes no sense why why he would throw glass near the ocean and then throw shit in the ocean. Surely he loves the ocean. Why would he pollute it even more? <laughs> why does he just keep taking his clothes off and throwing them away? What's why he did he, he finish that whiskey? He didn't finish no, that whiskey either. But he starts that whole sequence being quite comfortably comfortable swimming around in the water with his shirt on. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. Need, very odd. It's not, not it, like he it's, needs to it's get just undressed like, to swim. Um, so you know in Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> mm. Taika Waititi made uh, Chris Hemsworth take his top off because he was just like, if Chris Hemsworth's in your film, you've got to make him take his top off. Yeah. That's what it feels like with Jason Momoa. It's just like, it's this, contract, guy, isn't this it? guy is basically like built like a god, so we just need to show him off. Yeah. <laughs> it's in his contract. He's going to do it. Yeah. He's got his tattoos there's a, out. The, uh, the, there's a, the, there's a the sequence early on in this chapter, which, um, in fact, it's actually, no, it's about midway through. It's after the, um, the, the parademons tried try to do the thing and killed a guy and then buggered off kind of thing. And it's when OSI is investigating. Yes. Um, and this, this was just, it's not really a plot hole or anything. It's just some, It's just one of the boneheaded sequences, I think, mm. that proves to me that Zack Snyder's not that good a writer. Yeah. Um, but it's when OSI's querying Silas on what Star Labs is and what it does, after explaining 
who he is, what his government organization does, and what he's there to investigate. Mm-hmm. I don't buy for a second that he, that investigator wouldn't know what Star Labs is, because if he's if he's been sent to investigate something like that, he would should know what is there. Yeah, it's, uh, Star Labs is is a public funded labs as well in DC universe. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's... yeah, but yeah, but in, within that universe, it's like it, they they're a pub, they're a public company, but they do contract work for the government. Absolutely, yeah. And it's also quite famous that that building is there that has Superman's ship in it. Yeah, they got the fucking contract to look into it. <laughs> exactly. So OSI would go. The OSI agent should go. Oh, I'm going here. This is where Superman's ship is. This is where they yeah. do a lot of top secret research that we know about. Yeah, I Not, agree, mate. It's so hi, weird. Silas. What do you do here? <laughs> <laughs> and they keep saying, "This is Ryan. This is Ryan. He's really into um, atomics and stuff like that." This is, this is Ryan. Ryan. Oh, that, that, that thing reminded me so much of the Dark Knight Rises, where you get at the, at the very end, Joseph Gordon Lovett's character. So, how are you doing, Robin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I did. I did quite like though when Diana finds like the drawings and stuff of that. If you've compared that to Joss Whedon's version, it looks so much better. Joss Whedon's paintings look like a child drew them. So the, the, the fact, the fact um, this this moment is especially this is basically um, uh, because we needed someone for exposition when they when they all got together, didn't we? Yeah. This yeah. is like this is this is uh, the Fimiscarian version of here's all the plot, and now Wonder <laughs> Woman. He's going to tell you all. He's going to tell Batman. And once Batman knows something, it's, it's down in his supercomputer. I, I, I do love that she, the, 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 it's, it's shown on the news that there's this giant burning arrow in this temple in, in yeah. Athens. And it's like, the news is on there. It's police cordoned off. Diana just fucking walks in. She sneaks in like Carmen yeah, San Diego. Yeah. She just doesn't even sneak in. She's wearing the loudest high heels in the world. I'm not being funny, right? If I was a bo- there's, I- there's two there's two policemen that look like British police, not Greek police. If I were a bobby, if her. I were a bobby, and she went, "Can I just have a look in there?" and it looked like her, I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> Go on, love. And this is why you're not a policeman. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but and and then also conveniently, right next to that temple is some homeless guy's stand, which happens to have a can of petrol. Some rags, yeah, and a, and a two by four that she can make a very convenient torch out of. Mm. <laughs> and and then the, and then the last one. I mean, the last just stupid. And this is just like this is a technical CGI thing. But I love when she does just the drop into the cave. Yeah, because it, and I went back. I scrolled back on this one a couple of times. If you watch it, it's literally a still of her crouched slightly that they just drop down. Straight. And the heels don't snap. <laughs> and the heels, don't, but yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's it's not like it's a CG animated thing. They've literally just got like a fucking PNG and just dropped it down in the audition. <laughs> Look, guys, he only got seventy million extra to make this. Come on, give the man some some slack. It's I think I think the I think the problem is it's one of those ones where the film does a lot of over explaining of itself, but like this little sequence actually does have a lot of the narrative tied to it. Yeah. But you don't get any context around it. Like It's odd, right? There is one thing, and I've but just disclaimer, I've watched this film three times. <laughs> there is in this scene with all with all the hieroglyphs and the cave paintings that there isn't a single word on there. No. How does she know the names? Well she can no but it's 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 Do you think it's hieroglyphic read, language? It's, yeah, it must, yeah it's, it must it's, be. it's a hieroglyphic it's like it's like um, it's like runic or yeah, it must be or something it? like that. It's a language you can read. That that's fine. I didn't mind that bit. Mm. It's just the this temple, her turning up at it because there's no kind of impl- imp- indication that she's traveling anywhere. 
Like she just it's just underneath. Yeah. Well, no, no, like previous scene. She's oh in London, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she just rocks up in Athens. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a long way. She to does go. have an invisible yeah. jet. Remember. Not in this point. Well, no, she, no, does, she, no, she does. She does. She does. Because she gets into one Yeah. Okay. Regardless of that. She can pack anywhere. But yeah. So I quite liked Steppenwolf's sort of conversation with. Uh, Desaad, kind of like we said, it gives him a bit more. I'm background. just glad Desaad's in the fucking gives, film. Gives him a bit more motivation. What is with Desaad's voice actor? It oh, might as well God, be Niles from Frasier. God knows. I don't know. It's so. It's so. Given the des, the, the design of um, Desaad, it's just like the voice just doesn't match. It's, yeah, it's very. And it's very high I don't know why. Whiny. I don't know why. This this is me being nitpicking. Why is Desaad being the the envoy of Darkseid when Desaad's the torturer? For Dark Side, so it'd be is someone, that what he is? Is he? Yeah, it'd be someone like Granite Goodness talking to um, Steppenwolf right. instead. So the, I, do, I think they picked him because he looks cool. I do like that. I do like the look of the communication device. I like the way it kind of just yeah. like pull, pulls itself out of the stone, and I think that's really cool. Until like molten, um, molten metal, until I tell like, you what it's called, yeah. that device. What's it called? What's it called? <laughs> the Mother Communicator. Oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> I like it a lot less now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why they didn't name it. Looks it looks cool. Innit? I quite like. I quite like the way that it looks. One, one thing I do like, however, and it might I might as well point out at this point because uh, Steppenwolf's in the right place. They dropped the family in Chernobyl storyline. That, oh, from the fucking that's one of the yeah. best decisions they've done. <laughs> yeah, having that place <laughs> abandoned was so much better. It just yeah. you didn't in the in the Joss Whedon one. I don't don't want to bog down too much in Joss Whedon, but you didn't need that whole. What felt like like fi- a good fifteen minutes of the film following that family as they were hiding in a shack. We didn't need that half a mile. We didn't need that peril. Yeah. So yeah, because apparently power the, stands, power station. Apparently mm. the uh, parademons can break into a secure lab with like probably high tech uh, walls and windows and stuff, but they can't break. They could never break through a door to get this. They, family. they also so got like, rid of the uh, parademons uh, feed on your fear. And oh yeah, that was yeah. A, yeah, that, yeah Instead, the feed on the energies and memories of the mother box, which makes more sense. Yeah, like so then sniffer, finally, like sniffer dogs. Yeah, for end of this thing, we get this big battle between all the forces of good, which is fucking taxes. brilliant. I really like this. Um, it's got a bit of some of the CGI is a bit shonky. It's very dark. Turn up the lights a little bit, Zach, please. Do you want a bit um, of an Easter egg as well? But I just quick about what I did like is I do like that they. Even though it's just CGI, they brought like they brought David Thewlis back as Ares. Like yes, they, they did. Him, yes, they had, did. Actually, had him as Ares rather than just being whatever random yeah, like, were good person they could have put in. The um the the the, the use of having well the, the way he's designed Zeus, and it's just like okay, so yeah, we're just reminding us that he did three hundred. Yeah, that's what it looks like in the books anyway. It looks, yeah, Zeus looks that, like, Hercu- looks like in the books? how you think Hercules looks. Basically, yeah. I'm 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 very used to the more traditional way of Zeus looking. You yeah, know, beard, giant, giant beard, hurling lightning. Basically, looks like God. What what people think God looks like? Yeah, yeah. God needs. Yeah, sorry. That, that, yeah, that look of it that they gave him just it just screamed going. All right, did three hundred. Ares has got bigger. Kind of Ares is bigger in the comics than than Zeus anyway, and Ares looks yeah. cool. He always has. So what yeah, the Easter egg? Easter egg. Um, the, the lantern, which was uh, Yalangur, the that, yeah. that lantern that was killed. Mm-hmm. Did you notice how the ring escaped? Zoomed off, yeah. yeah. That would eventually go to Guy Gardner, the uh, second Green Lantern. Uh, it floats around in perpetuity until it finds someone with a lovely ginger haircut. Oh, lovely. <laughs> that's the Easter egg. But yeah, that's the, that's the actual um, the, the model for that lantern, which I thought 
Cool. I, think, I did quite like that when he defeated the lantern, though. He tried to grab the ring and it was just And if like, he'd have grabbed the nope, ring, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have needed anything else. Yeah, just zip, <laughs> zipped off. I think, uh, I think as well, uh, there, there is one shot in that that I did like, which is after kind of Darkseid's been defeated and they kind of drag him onto the ship and you actually see him kind of lying on the floor, like bleeding. And yeah, like I say, it's before, it's, like... it's before he was he was basically Darkseid at that point. Um, oh, yeah, but it's, 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 it's just vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it, it shows a vulnerability, but it's just it is something that you never really see with villains in superhero films. Mm. Because when they generally get defeated, they tend to get obliterated into nothing. Yeah. But it, it's nice... I do like seeing a battle like that where the baddie loses and has to regroup. I think also just the way they did the special effects on him and the blood and all that. Oh, yeah, it looks just, good. I thought that looked Gary really good. Fuck. And yeah. I do, for, for, for its faults, I do like Darkseid's design. I know he's a bit thanos and I know he's a bit... Uh, well, uh, Thanos like, is a bit uh, dark side, do you mean? Yeah, we know. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's like it's like they're all much of a muchness. I know there's a lot of similarities to a lot of other things within Darkseid's design, mm-hmm. but I think it might just be like like the tunic outfit that he's wearing. It might be the like the half helmet that he's wearing and yeah. that kind of thing. But I I do like his design. I think it's I think it's it's maybe not as quite as iconic as Thanos, but I think it's it's got some. Legs I mean, in one. general, Thanos is a better nuanced character anyway. He's got more depth to his. Yeah, character. I mean, Darkseid is just. Evil. Evil. Dark side reminds me more of Apocalypse in the way yeah, it looks yeah. as well. Think he's, about, he's, think he's, he's from a planet called Apocalypse as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, think, hell, I think did Apocalypse come after Dark Side? Yeah, Probably. way after. Yeah. Way after. Yeah, but I, I really like that that uh, that fight. I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah, I really. Yeah, I did put in my notes as well. Darkseid's entire motivation is simply to conquer. He's literally the most basic antagonist ever made. At least yeah. Thanos had an ideology he was working from. Well, that's Darkseid's downfall. When before he was called Darkseid, he was Uxus, and his downfall was his, his, his sheer fact. He just wants to be a tyrant. He just wants to rule everything, and that's his downside. Because yeah. how can you be omnipotent and omnipresent when you physically can't be omnipotent and omnipresent? You can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't yeah. will it. What I, haven't, what I haven't said here, actually, was that this section also told us what the mother boxes are and what they do. Yes, supercomputers. Yeah, when they come together and they align, they basically scorch the earth and all living creatures. They're basically become... big RTX fucking graphics card things. Yeah, they'll basically turn <laughs> everyone into parademons, basically, right? Yeah. Do yeah it, it just... Humans turn into parademons. Uh, weak-minded things turn into parademons. But like, like, let's say a meta-human like Superman would just be Superman. But under your control, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing, which we kind of see a little bit with there. exactly. Anyway, um, this this bit made me laugh. So the boxes are all split up after the war. The Atlanteans and the Amazons put these things in some really secure looking areas. And what Men, do the humans do? Dig a hole. <laughs> dig a hole. We should, they learnt nothing from it Tolkien. Wasn't a, it wasn't even a deep hole by the looks of it. No, nah, about a foot down. <laughs> I, I I literally can't remember. I, I, did they actually get? Did they get rid of that sequence where it looked like a fucking Lord of the Rings walking party digging a hole? Or was that? No, no, no it was in there. It's in there. They all like I don't sit know, around I being like, in there because I, I remember laughing hard at it in the Whedon cut. Well, they did no, exactly what they did man. on Lord of the Rings, and some went to the the to the men. Don't give anything <laughs> to man. No, we're not don't. trusted with power. I don't we're, understand we're why. Why I don't understand why Zeus wasn't given it? Because uh, there is a reason, but they don't explain it in the uh, in the films. He doesn't believe himself petty enough to want to fuck about with that kind of thing. 
Yeah. I get the I get hubris, the impression basically. that I get the impression that Zeus and Ares probably didn't want to really be involved. Yeah, just not at all. Not at thought, all. Oh, fuck, we better do something about this. Well, what happened was in 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 the in the they promised a lot of uh, sacrifices and stuff like that afterwards, and a lot of favors. Like, mm. remember that time when we helped you save the world? Can we have those babies now with you? Amazons, you because gods love to go down to mortals and make babies, don't they? Demigods. Mm. So there were there were a lot of that happening. Trust me. Okay. Right. So that's the end of part two. Part three. If we start with the intro for Barry Allen, aka the Flash, the fastest man alive. He's going for a job interview in a pet shop, <laughs> pet grooming thing. Pet, yeah, of he course. bumps into Iris. Um, as Iris leaves, a tr- truck smashes into her car. The Flash zooms out the shop and saves her life. Uh, Steppenwolf drags some Atlanteans out of the sea and uses a mind device on them to find out where the mother box is under the ocean. Mm-hmm. Bruce and Diana look at some videos of the Flash and Cyborg as they start to look at new members for the team. Then we get a flashback to Cyborg's footballing days in college and how he ended up as Cyborg. So him and his mother have a car crash on the way home. She dies, and he's about to, but his dad vows to save his life. We then have two a... limbs as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he uses a lot. He yeah. uses a lot. Yeah, and then we have a scene where Cyborg finds out about his powers from his dad. Yep. Um, and then Barry visits his dad in prison, and from there he goes home, and Bruce is waiting to, for him and recruits him to the team. Yep. Diana is back at the Batcave with Alfred and he's showing her some of the fancy gauntlets he's making and she starts to look for Cyborg. The system's hacked into and she's told to come and meet him. So she goes to meet him just for him to basically say he doesn't want any involvement. Yeah, I could have done that in an email. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Back at the lab with Silas and Ryan Chow and they discover something about the alien metal and how it can be superheated. Which is to do with the atom, by the way. This is very important for later. And yes. uh, he goes home and is inducted by a parademon. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing we see Commissioner Gordon calling for Batman with the bat signal. Oh. And then we head back to uh, Atlantis where Steppenwolf has a fight with Mira and Aquaman and steals the second mother box. Oh, yes. He then gets the second mother box back to his base, which creates a force field around it. And then there's a load of talk. Oh, no, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of part three. Yep. So I'm going to go straight in here that I really like Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. I like yeah, I think, Barry Allen as well. I, I, think, I think he does a very good job as Barry Allen. I thought that whole intro sequence involving the slow motion car crash was a car crash, though. The music yes. choice thought, as well. Ugh, hated it. Weird, sad music choice. But, so... And he picks the, that fucking the, sausage up. <laughs> well, that, that does just, pay off with a nice little joke. I know. Yeah, that, that, pay, that pays off with a gag. But, but okay, so... The, se- the sequence starts. Barry Allen walks into the shop as is it what's the name? Iris. That Iris West. Yeah. She she walks out. There's a furtive glance between the two of them. Mm, very pretty mm, young happening? people though, aren't they? Both of them. Yeah. As as Ezra Miller's bumbling his way through this interview, he sees her getting into the car. There's another little kind of kind of nod and a wink yeah. kind of thing going. Yeah. What's going to happen here? And then she gets in a car accident. Uh-oh. Fine. He bursts through the door, does his thing, and then you just get this weird moment where she's kind of in midair. In pure peril, he's stood in front of her and he just brushes the hair out of her face. Creep. And it's so fucking creepy. Mm, creep. Because it's, this is a really weird, 
non-consensual romantic interaction with this woman <laughs> because she's in mortal peril and he's moving faster than she can see. And it's, oh, no, no, I don't like it. And he, like, grabs her from the air and gently, gently places her on the ground as a lover would. And I'm like, no, no, I, I stop do, it, Barry. I do like how slowly he moves limbs, though. Very clever, that. So they don't break broken bones and stuff. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah. That, yeah. Aside from that, that sequence is just wildly unnecessary because Iris doesn't come back in the film. That's not a character that we meet again. She I think it's set just, up for his film, isn't it? Well, probably, but just that sequence was just, no, no, why? What, what, why? Do you know what I found even weird about that sequence? Mm-hmm. You hit, get hit by a truck at that speed. She just, the look on her face just looks like nonplussed. It's because she sees him for a few seconds, doesn't she? No, but like, if you even, even though she's slowed down, surely her face, surely her face should be uh, crumpled start, up. Or start in, contouring. Yeah, or in fear or and something. And then she wouldn't but, look as pretty. She doesn't, she just, she's just like, she just floats in midair with <laughs> her eyes wide open. Like, what a like nothing's happened. Oh, it's it's no, a I, really I, I weird just, choice. Proper got the heebie-jeebies when he, when he brushed that hair out. Yeah. Like, I tell you what he does do like, that's oh. fantastic, and they didn't do it in the Flash TV show that it, they haven't done it since uh, since the comics have become new 52 comics um, the Flash breaks through the pane of glass with his fingertip which oh is, I like that yeah, it's like something that. he does was, way way back I, I also, he vibrates I also like, the glass so quickly with his finger yeah and the way it like goes around with his finger yeah, like, I, I did so like that good. it looks really good I, I like that I like the fact that when he turned to start running like his shoes obliterated yep, yep. Which, yes that's a which nice is a, detail which is a thing yeah, that in, in the comics as well he can't just speed about all the time because his clothes just burn yeah and, and like <laughs> and like the you know like the, the, the tarmac on the road starting to shatter Ribbling, as he's running yeah. across it like, like all that stuff is good there's a lot of nice little details in that which would I do like that it's, it's a flash. It's a flash that knows his power, rather than this is how I became the Flash. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a flash that's been a flash for a good few years, and he's just a boy. Yeah, my only problem with kind of the, the the Flash and kind of how they've represented his power in the film, he looks really fucking stupid when he's running. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah, because because, really because he's long... running so yeah he's running so fast, but the the strides are really long, as if he's basically ice skating. Either ice skating or it's like they've got a like a rope on his back and suspended him, and he's just kind of doing that running action. That's probably what the yeah, fucking doing. I, yeah. Ice skating's a good way to put it, actually. Like it, it's, I've I made a note that so his running looks really weird. I just doesn't. Yeah, it's just whereas, whereas odd. The, the, the flash. The flash TV show got how Barry looked running right. Yes, because he looks like he's running. Yeah. they've just amp, they've just sped up the world around him. And they did the, the, the they did the good thing in the in in the film. It's when he stops and when he starts, it's lightning like striking. But in the yeah. program. It were wind, and it's a really good, easy effect to make him whoosh into the scene by papers just flying about and stuff. Mm, I prefer yes. that than the lightning because the lightning looks a bit dangerous. I quite <laughs> like the, the, the lightning; it kind of fits. Yeah, but imagine it right. Flat. If you, you lived at home, you're Iris, Iris West, right? You're his girlfriend, and and you're like, oh Barry, I know you're the Flash. Um, will you go to Pizza Hut for me? Uh, and and he's like, yeah, I'll go to Pizza Hut for you, but you're gonna have to go out at room so I don't electrocute you as I set off. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if it, maybe the lightning it should be dangerous. Saved for when he goes into those when like, he goes super, yeah, 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 when he goes speed. into speed force. But, yeah, I mean, see, with all the slow motion in this film, the flash slow motion didn't bother me because it kind of works because it it's the only way you can predict you can portray speed. It's the only yeah, way. exactly. There's no. But way. then we get cyborgs scenes. 
more I don't like seeing motion, but I really like the football scene. I thought it looked really good. Like I like, the, I like the football scene. I like the car accidents. It plays for the yeah, Gotham was... Gotham Rogues as well, doesn't it? The, yeah. the football team mm. that's on Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, cool. I like. I liked a lot of the um, uh, the cyborg intro. The di- there's a lot of clunky dialogue in that in that in, in that sequence though, especially with like, Miles this- Dyson. Yeah, like but like that in every almost every line of dialogue in there is really clunky. The one that the, the one that stuck out to me and I had to write it down was when Silas is explaining is like recording the explanation of oh, um, God, yeah. what his powers can do. He says, "In a world of ones and zeros, you'll be unstoppable." Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. It's the most like in the world the lines... of ones and zeros, you'll be number two. <laughs> yeah, it's like some a lot of that dialogue, a lot of this very supposedly important dialogue or stuff that should maybe carry some. But you wouldn't say that on a dictaphone either. You'd be like, no. dude, you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, mm. it's all very clunky, and I don't think it works as well as it does. But I like, and and this goes for the whole film. I really like the ex- the expansion of Cyborg's character. I think Cyborg's the main character in this. I, yeah. yeah, I can see that, yeah. He, or at least he's the most important character. Yeah. There is so much more backstory and He's the Frankenstein's and, monster, isn't he? He's learning, yeah, he, he's learning like, life. Without without him, they, they can't win. Like I, I can completely under, understand yeah. why he was so pissed off. Not, not oh, just because yeah. of all the other shit that was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. But imagine sitting and watching that film and just thinking... I'm not in the, it anymore. Where the fuck is my... Yeah. Character, my part. Yeah, like it. It, 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 it also. It also explains. Like, in the Whedon cut, he comes across as just a fucking grumpy git. It's just a computer yeah, whereas, with legs, isn't it? I mean, he's yeah, still whereas, grumpy in this, but it shows why. Yeah, he's more why. emo that's, that's in this, saying. though, isn't he? He's more like, oh, I'm, I'm so, I'm gross. I'm a monster. But guess what? I can be Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like it explains why he is that way. And, and they gave him his fucking that. helmet that he's supposed to put on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I hated his design, though. I thought no, there's too, no, I thought there's too much robotics. I've seen a lot of cyborgs which have more like they still got a bit of. A I human mean, the best arm, cyborg design bit. is Teen Titans, bar none. Oh yeah, by a million think- fold. Because <laughs> he's the best cyborg. <laughs> he is. He's <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's the best one. I think it's. I think it's one of those things where they didn't have to make his entire body CGI. No, they no. didn't. They, did they, 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 they could have done a lot with and um, think think of how they did Cable's arm in. Um, uh, Deadpool yes, 2. Yes, yes. Where it would be the actor physically acting on a massively l- lower budget. <laughs> yeah, and and it, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't have cost much, but they could like animate parts of him. Yes, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, when he's, I when he's twisting it, he rather had, like than... one arm just still be a human arm, which it is. Arm, it's supposed to be. I know, but like you see it as his actual skin. And yeah, his yeah arm it's rather, weird, so... isn't it? Yeah, cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah, in the comic books, he's not a robot with a human face. He's practically robot. He's half and half, point. isn't it? Yeah, in, in, the, the in this, he's pre- pretty much just a robot like in, with in the half comics, a human head. That's in the comics, he, he, has to, he has to eat and drink. In this, it looks like he hasn't got any human parts apart from his head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it looks very odd. Very odd decision that one. Yeah. And he's basically just a, a, a rocket, isn't he? He's just a fucking rocket. They're also really inconsistent on whether they apply the filter to his voice or not. Yes, they are. Some yeah. sometimes he sometimes he sounds cyborg. Sometimes he sounds human. Yeah. Um. The one, one of the things that I really, really enjoy about how they represent Cyborg though is, um, anytime he's, anytime they visualize him going into a machine or into a, a cybernet, he's human again, and I kind of really like that representation yeah, that's of his consciousness going. It's a bit into like the his... Matrix, isn't it? It's what he wants to see himself as. 
yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. I, I, I think that's a, that's a nice, nice like that. way of, like of showing that this is brain is his human part, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's own self image. Yeah, I, yeah. I do like the scene where he gives that woman. He's been watching that woman on the uh, CCTV footage and stuff, and she's having financial difficulties and a life shit, and he gives her hundred grand and stuff like that. I like that. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was a nice little. It, touch. It, it, it reaffirms in your brain this guy's the good guy. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's, I think I, I, yeah I think I think Cyborg's he's he's done well in this cut really yeah. well. So what I, what I didn't mention in my little rundown there was that the dictaphone that his dad's given him to explain his powers just before his dad says I've got a message from you from yeah as a dad your dad as a dad he crushes that <laughs> yeah. and doesn't yeah. listen to it and that we'll get back to that later but yeah and then obviously we get a bit more backstory about uh, Barry and where he's at and what he's trying to do because now he's he wants to try and earn some kind of law degree to try and help his dad get out of prison. Well, his dad tells him that he's, he, if he put his mind to it, he'd be the best at absolutely anything he'd ever do. Yeah. But and his dad's dragging him back. Waste his time. Yeah, his dad's dragging <laughs> him back. Like, everyone everyone knows. You don't even need this. Everyone knows Barry Allen's dad's innocent. Yeah. It's Billy Crudup, for God's sake. He's a lovely bloke. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's never hurt anybody. Yeah. Um... There's 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 a bit that we we skipped over earlier on when Diana's talking to um, Alfred, and you and then you get kind of Bruce coming back into the sequence. It's when they're sat at the computer. There seems to be this attempt to try and force a little bit of sexual tension between them, and it's just no. There's, yeah, it's, they, um, they, they argued it, with each other in the Whedon version, which. Yeah, but they both, yeah, they both touched the mouse on this, didn't they? Went, oops, yeah, oops, they yeah, the mouse and, 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 and Bruce says it happens all the time. So yeah, no, he doesn't. You fucker. You haven't had a girlfriend in years. But, <laughs> but but then that also then coincides with the point that, and I don't know if you guys picked up on this one, but I found, especially kind of from this point onwards, um, and I'm not sure if this was a Whedon influence because there's a lot of Whedon content in here, or whether this is a Snyder co- uh, influence. Mm. The framing and the shots of Wonder Woman, when uh, well of of Diana as opposed to Wonder Woman, yeah, they're a bit pervy. There's, yeah. a, there's lots of shots down at top or um, direct shots of her arse. Gal Gadot has like also mentioned that in, I mean, in things before. She says, why do they wearing? keep doing it? She's yeah. practically wearing a belt. Yeah. Yeah, so that's well, true. No, 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 I'm not when talking, she's I'm in talking about when she's in a full trench coat and stuff. I'll yeah, jump no, her. I'm talking yeah. about when she's in her civvies. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's, she's wearing this kind of black... It's, it's also kind of partly like the costume design seems odd. Like she's wearing this... And this is not me being a fashionista or anything. He says wearing a hoodie that he's worn for four days in a row. But... Yeah, just some of the costume choices that they give her, and the way she is shot and lit. Like going kind of back earlier when she's um, when she's the sequence where she finds out about the arrow, the, the arrow that's landed. Yeah, the way that is shot is composed. She is high up on on a gantry, uh, doing some restoration work on a statue. Yeah, wearing a stylish dress. Yeah, but the camera is zoomed above her and looking right down the top of the dress. Yeah, mm. it's like a lot of these shots seem to be quite pervy and I, I can't see any other reason why they're done that way. There's a sequence when when Gal Gadog, um uh, sorry, when Diana goes to speak to Cyborg when he mm-hmm. summons her. Yeah. She gets out of the car and the camera comes down and focuses on her ass as she walks down the street. Yeah, it does. Like it's I mean I didn't mind it, it but I get it. <laughs> I mean I, I mean I mean that was in the Whedon cut as well and I remember bringing that up when I had a rant about it. Twenty mm-hmm. something episodes, ago. but that's also in Marvel oh. films. We like Scarlett yeah, Johansson and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's one of those I, I things know, we haven't got past that as a society yet, unfortunately. It's, some, it's, it's Hollywood, makes, mate. It's something that just makes us feel gross when I see oh, it. Absolutely, it's, just, it's absolutely. so unnecessary. Yeah, 
to yeah. kind of boil down a character like that. Oh, supposed to be the most empowered woman in the universe. Exactly. Let's make yeah. her just an object of lust. Yeah, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. It doesn't suit her character at all. But then again, Wonder Woman's costume's ridiculous. It is, but like the, the this version though. of Wonder Woman, the, this version of Wonder Woman, her costume is probably one of the more, was probably one of the better versions of the costume. Absolutely, it's practical it's as well. Certainly, the certainly the least revealing version yeah, of a Wonder Woman is, costume. Like, I mean, God, remember the Linda Carter one? Oh, I remember <laughs> it very well. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, we've done that, and part three we're on now, I think. Oh, we have a little fight in. We have a little fight between Steppenwolf, Mir, and Aquaman. I quite like that. Yeah, but like Aquaman turned up and having a fight. Amber Heard still can't act and she still can't do a British accent. Why is she doing a British no. accent? She's not British in Aquaman. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. No, no it's, idea. It kind of ventures into Australian a couple of times as well. Uh, the problem it? is that this was filmed before Aquaman. I know, so, I know, but um, still. And I don't think she's in the Whedon version, is she? Yes, Forrest. She doesn't talk, though. Yeah, yeah you, just, you just see so, her. She just kind of, she, she also, kind of stands also, out Also, one thing, right? And I know this was filmed first. Why are they speaking in bubbles in this and they don't in Aquaman? I don't know. It's I also fucking think weird. Part, I also think the part of this negates part of Aquaman's I think it's not canon film. anymore. That's it doesn't the thing. Makes, it makes some Aquaman not seem to make sense because he yeah. doesn't really need seem to know these people in Aquaman, but now he does and it's like, <laughs> timelines are all mixed up. The yeah. Also, who is, Willem, who is Willem Dafoe's character? Because he's coming across Volko. as like a Basil. He comes across as like a Basil exposition. He basically me. trained Aquaman as a boy, but in the comics he did that. But in the films, he just exists. Right. Okay. So he's just there to spare exposition. <laughs> yeah. He's just an emissary. He's like a, a royal guard, like like the, the, the boss, one of the bosses of the the armies and stuff like that. He's a good character. He's just. He's one. He's one of those characters that flirts the line between goody and baddie a lot. I like him. Right, because just with the with the way the, the kind of the very antagonistic relationship between him and Aquaman, mm. I kind of thought that he oh is this Aquaman's dad because he's mentioned his dad like four times in the film so no, far. No, it's his dad. It's, it's like his dad's <laughs> best mate. It's, if you want to put it in, in some ways, it's it's Aquaman's godfather type thing. Right, you yeah, look right. after my son when I'm dead. Not explained in this film at all. No, uh, I think at. Uh... Oh no, that's part. That's this next part. So yeah, then we see obviously Steppenwolf gets his um, force field round. Has another uh, uh, conversation, with which the is Sard. which, is, which uh, apparently he used part of the toxic nature of the area as well, didn't it? To help, yeah, him, which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That, that was a cool. big thing he was happy about. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "Ooh, toxic. This will work." And that's end of part three. So this, this to me feels. Don't know how you guys felt, but this to me feels like if Zack Snyder had released this himself, that that would be the end of. Just it would have been the part end. of one. It would have been, yeah. And then we would have got part two in a separate film. Yep. I it's think the way it, I it's think... the way it ends with Commissioner Gordon calling Batman. We have he steals the second and Steppenwolf gets the second mother box. He's almost he there, yeah. He's almost there, and he kind of gives this little like, I will make them tell me what they know. And then it ends. Yeah. And it feels very much like that's an ending. How I see it is, do you know the the the, the big scene where Wonder Woman tells them about the war that happened? I reckon mm, that yeah. would have been longer in the first half and that would have been the penultimate part and then this little bit would have been the epilogue of him getting that if you would split it in two. Yeah. I reckon it feels very much well. like I reckon this. that flashback would have been the final battle of that film. I think I think if you were to go and see this in the cinema that would be like your intermission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But to me it feels like that in his head originally, that's maybe where he would have done a, Yeah, because he, he would have he, done this like film you said, in two Steppenwolf parts. Steppenwolf does that speech as if it's like yeah. his final Speech. But I will say, if he had have done that, this film would have got an 
absolute panning. Yeah, it's not because it's, it's nothing fuck happens. all happens nothing apart happens, from two yeah. aquinch sequences yeah. and a load of introductions. Yeah. So it doesn't, it feels like an ending, but the rest of the film doesn't. Yeah, agreed. Fit very much like it's a film. I think the, the original mooted idea of this being like a four-parter on HBO Max, I think that probably would have worked better because this would have been like the, mid, the midpoint mm. cut. Yeah. And then you would have had the last two parts would have been kind of a heap load of fucking action. Yeah. yeah, but so, like it, for me at this point, the film was dragging. Like, yes, it kicks off now, much... though, doesn't it? It gets. In... Oh, it does kick off. Like, it, yeah. it, the film does get exponentially better from this point. Yeah, but getting to this point, God, I aged, I aged <laughs> so much watching this film, and just from this first kind of two hours of it. Like, bear in mind, at this point, in the film we're about two hours in. We still don't have Superman yet. Well, that yeah. was to be expected. Yeah, we've got another that two was hours to, be expected, to go. But Maybe we haven't had any Batman yet. Would have finished by now. Remember, we've only just had Bruce Wayne at this point. No Batman. Well, true, yeah, but the, <laughs> the original cut of the film finished at this point. Oh, I know. Right, so, part four. We start with Commissioner Gordon meeting Batman, Flash, and Wonder Woman on the roof, and they talk to him about the people from the, the lab and where they were kidnapped. Cyborg turns up, saying that his dad's been taken too, and they figure out the hostages are kept in some tunnels that were connected to Striker Island. Yes. Uh, the heroes head down to the tunnels, have this big fight with Steppenwolf and the Parademons, and they rescue the hostages, yep. at which point Aquaman turns up during the fight at the end as well. Steppenwolf goes back to the base and gets one of the mother boxes to show him where the anti-life equation is. Oh, yeah. He then informs Desaad, and then Darkseid finally appears to tell Steppenwolf that he'll come to Earth when he finds the third box. Heroes take the third box back to Batman's base to discuss what it is. Cyborg tells them its history of it and how it was create how it created him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene with Martha and uh, Lois, and she tells Lois about losing the farm, and they have a heart to heart. She then leaves, and it's revealed <laughs> that she's actually Martian Manhunter. John Johns himself. Yes, and then, I was so buzzing off this. And then it's revealed that he is also General Swanwick from Man yes. of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, I fucking love this. This is so good. We head back to the team who agree that the only way to win this fight is to use the cube to bring Superman back to life. Yeah. That's the end of part four. Part four is not very long. Uh, no. Apart from the big ac- ac- it's good. action <laughs> sequence we have in the uh, near the start, but the action, yeah, sorry, the action sequence is very good. Yes. Can 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 I also point out how hench J.K. Simmons got for this? Brilliant! He looks incredible. Yeah. He looks incredible. I, I, I kind of half half expected him to like to like rip open his shirt and go, "Can I join?" Because he's got like an Jamie. action hero body. I'm like, yeah. Why why do you need an action body to be Commissioner Gordon? He looks. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I think it's because he's coming from Whiplash, isn't he? And he looked good in Whiplash. Oh, that drum wasn't that, he wasn't that henching Whiplash though. He looked good in Whiplash. He did, but he wasn't that fucking muscly. That's so true. That's true. I, I like that scene on the roof. Um, it was. I think it was in the Whedon version as well. Just where they all fuck just off. a lot shorter, and it's just the Flash left yeah. on there, and he's just like, oh, oh yeah, they all gone. left. Yeah. That's rude. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one of my favorite Flash moments in this one because that's the Barry Allen that I expected. That's the Barry Allen yeah. that we want. Yeah, that yeah. That, he's 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 young and impressionable and yeah. And it, bear in mind, which which which, which, which it's it, it's in stark contrast from the end of the last part, which we didn't even talk about when you've got the um, uh, sorry, the part before where you, where Bruce hires oversimplification. <laughs> that one, yeah. that bit. Yeah, where it's um, in my second favorite chair. 
Yeah, where Bruce oh, is kind yeah, of, ex- sorry, we didn't kind talk of explaining that. like that we're building a team. He's like, I'm in. Yeah, stop yeah, right there. Don't, I'm in. I don't have any friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like well, that. Then, but then you also get like a, a really. Can I keep cool, this? Uh, you get a really, a really cool um, little bit of dialogue, which I didn't notice. It. I know it's in the Whedon version. I didn't notice at the time when they're getting into Bruce's car, mm. and he's like, "It's like I." My metabolism's off the chart. I've got to eat like seventy thousand calories a day. And yeah, it's just like I really like that little bit of characterization. And then you get the product placement of that obscene Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, that's cars ridiculous. Well, well, yeah. that's his superpower. I'm rich. I'm rich. So, I do the, quite, the thing, I do quite the thing like with the Flash um, and calories is a massive aspect of the actual character of the Flash. Where yeah. in some stories, um, it's not been able to, not been able to carry on because he's like he needs a donut or something. He, he, do you know what I mean? He, he just used oh, right. all his calories, his fatigue. And but, I wish I could eat that much pizza and still yeah. and be that skinny. <laughs> well, just, just just run at close to the speed of light, and you'll get. Yeah, that. you can still yeah. be skinny the, and have diabetes. So <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the 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 other the other thing with, with this um, sequence, though, that kind of I think pulls it down is, and I have to actually think back about the travel. Because so so far they're moving around a lot, and they're not really telling you where they are, other than with context clues. Like the fact that they're speaking to Commissioner Gordon tells you they're in Gotham. Yeah, fair enough. But there's no like, would it kill them to put a like a fucking title card on to say Gotham Just City? Stop doing Metropolis. that on things. I've noticed that a lot. But yeah. the problem the problem is, I think that it was all filmed in the same city because oh, all yeah, these bits yeah, yeah. of the city that you see look the same. Well, can you remember? Did you watch Batman versus Superman? So mm. in that film, Gotham and Metropolis are over the water to each other, <laughs> literally over a harbour to each other. What? Yeah, really? It, yeah, everyone knows it. When, 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 like, there's a scene where um, Lex Luthor's uh, he drops Lois Lane off a building, and um, Superman's got to quickly fly down and catch him. And he comes up and says, "I'm going to fucking kill you. Um, I'm going to kill you, Lex." And then he goes, "Look over the bay," and there's a bat symbol over Gotham. So he's in oh Metropolis and he looks over the bay and there's a bat symbol in Gotham. So that doesn't make sense because they're meant to be like two opposing parts of America. Well, yeah, well, like, one's Go- like Gotham's supposed is- to Gotham's supposed to be New York and Metropolis is supposed to be Chicago type. Yeah, they're supposed to be a few hundred miles from each other. Yeah, 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 but they're meant so- to be like ones. Metropolis always felt like it was a bit of a richer city. And Gotham was a bit. Oh yeah, of a Gotham's fucked, mate. Yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> But also, like, like, so, so you think back to it, like the um, uh, Bruce drives off with Barry, mm-hmm. and then you get a sequence of them coming out of the Bat Jet. Yeah, so, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, so that would then imply that Metropolis, uh, that you need to Central fly. City, is quite far away from from all this. Yes, and also that they actually there is the implication <laughs> that you actually need to travel to Metropolis for the sequence getting Superman because yeah. don't they all get in the jet because the jet wants to fly. <laughs> Um, the timing in it. it's it's worse than Game of Thrones yeah, to be honest. I think we've got yeah. There's a lot of quick it's trouble. it's really really difficult to work out where they are, and then you get this this big fight under Gotham Harbor, and suddenly fucking Aquaman's there at the end of it. I'm not. We'll go. I'm sure we'll go through the fight, but Aquaman's there at the end of it. I'm like, okay, so and I'm stealing this completely from uh, pitch meetings, but is he just treading water outside Gotham Harbor? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, waiting where, for something where, to happen. Yeah, well, like the guy can fight outside of water, but just turns up randomly when there's when they get you know the bomb. There's water involved. The goes off. <laughs> I think I quite like the the fight sequence. I did like Steppenwolf versus Wonder Woman. I thought it was really cool, apart from the dialogue. Can I just go, can I just go back a second? Like, can I just go back to it a second yeah. to where, where where you were saying that um they went to Strikers Island under the water. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is just, this is also going to blow your mind. So 
Strikers Island's in Metropolis and um, uh, Commissioner Gordon says it's in Strikers Island. So they went to Gotham to find out that they needed to go to Metropolis again. <laughs> Why are they so close? I thought Strikers Island was just like a part of Gotham. Metropolis. No, I don't in, know my, in, I don't no know my, uh... it's Metropolis. And yeah, that's basically in this universe, Strikers Island is in the middle of them both. Okay. I think if if I'm remembering right though, and this might be me getting completely wrong from the few comics I've read, isn't where Strikers Island's kind of represented to be in this film? Isn't that supposed to be Arkham Asylum? No, because I thought Arkham Asylum was was like no, was no. in the, in the bay. There's, there's, there's two there's two big prisons: is Blackgate and Arkham, and they're okay. they're they're on um, another island type thing just off the city, but not Strikers Island. Strikers okay, Island's right. Metropolis. Okay, yeah, the fight the the, the 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 fight is good. There is some very stupid shit in it. Mm. There is there is there is one thing that I fucking love, which is old man Batman fighting. I love old man Batman fighting because it's 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 that bit where it's crap in it, <laughs> where there's a kind of parademon in front of him, mm. and he like he like he shoots his bat winch thing yep. up up at the ceiling, and then just kind of jumps and kicks him through the door. Yeah, he just looks so slow and old. It's fucking yeah, but hilarious. Ben Affleck's forearms in this are massive. I know. But this is this is supposed to be the man that six months earlier fought Superman. Yeah. yeah. And and twenty ben, years earlier was at his see, prime. Ben Ben Affleck seems to like just get uh, Batman seems to get bigger in this as well, depending on when yeah. the situation seems like Steppenwolf. It's like ben, like he doesn't look very swole as Bruce Wayne, but then he's in the bat suit, he's just like ripped it's like absolutely head. And that's a yeah. fabric suit as well. That's not a sh- that's not like a yeah, a, a, like a armor. He's not wearing armor in, in armor in this. He's wearing so, fabric. So the couple of things that annoy me in this in this fight, like I said, the Steppenwolf versus Wonder Woman. I like, really like the matchup, but that fucking music every time she's on ah! that chanting. I get it. A couple of times it'd be cool. <laughs> every single t- no, no, that is the good theme. I'm you mean the ethereal music that they put on? They're quite happy that they use sparingly. Yeah. But this chanting over everything Wonder Woman or the Amazons did just grated mm. on me so it's, much. It, it's it gets so funny. It, it's it, when it's in the last battle and it's every time you see her, like every yeah. time the camera cuts to her doing something active. And yeah. it's they're really like, pushing Wonder Woman, weren't they? They're really pushing it. Like you're gonna love her. You're gonna love her. Yeah, and then yeah. they give us Wonder Woman '84. I've never seen it. Terrible. Yeah, but she also says like Steppenwolf is like this one's mine, and she's like I belong to no one, and I'm like it's just so, <laughs> such such cliche. I dialogue. am no man. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the one of the Aowen line, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am no man. It's like there's but that's so in many a book. Be- better ways to like show an, like a strong, independent woman than like really. When you dialogue. read when you read some of the really good and especially the modern uh, Wonder Woman books before the film started coming out, she is such a kick-ass, badass, fucking feminist icon. Honestly, she's incredible. She's so overpowered. She's, like, there's, there's only a few, like, male people that she's, she, she has to bow down to and stuff like that. And yeah. oh, in this, it's like, oh, she's just a sex object. The, so, um, the, 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 the bat spider thing, I still crawler. maintain is a very stupid... The Nightcrawler, yeah, is very stupid. But the stupid thing that I had with this one or this time through, and I, actually, to be fair, I think this might be in the Whedon cut. It gets knocked down the shaft. Oh, it's crap. It gets destroyed as fuck. Mm. Cyborg can hack into any technology. Mm-hmm. Fair. Mm-hmm. But it, Alfred explicitly says, uh, no, no, Batman sp- specifically says, total system failure. It's not running. Yeah, it's fucked. It's off. Mechanically, it's, it's fucked. 
yeah, and because obviously it isn't really established what his powers are other than that he can kind of hack into systems. It's not established at that point that the mother box stuff that's within him can repair stuff. Well, because it it shows you his creation that he came from the mother box, but he is not the mother box. It seems in this that he's got some kind of nanobot powers, but he hasn't well, yeah, got that yeah, as a character. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. It's it's very Deus Ex Machina. It's like it really he has is, this yeah. ability to do this when it suits him. When it suits him, yeah. yeah. Which would make or him when a, it suits the story. that would make him a modern day god if he could do that. Yeah, yeah, and then. I don't know. You just get this moment of absolute stupidity when Steppenwolf is fucking blowing the hole in the in the thing. There's water coming in. Aquaman appears, and Aquaman's kind of holding the wave. He back. just slides in, doesn't he? Like he's in yeah, a, he's like, a, he's hey a water guys, park. I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, my man. <laughs> Aquaman's holding the water back, and everyone stood staring at it. Yeah, it's like true. He's giving you a few seconds to get away. He should have gone, get away. Fucking run! <laughs> what I did like, though, just before that is, and it was in the Whedon version, the catching of the missile is very cool, I thought. Oh, yeah. Like, so so cool. You fire a missile at him and he just catches it. He's like, the fuck it, is this? He looks at it like, like yeah. what is this kind yeah. of contraption? And then just yeah. throws it. <laughs> just throws it away. It's just like, is this all you've got? <laughs> it's just the casual discarding it. Did you notice well. about like, Steppenwolf like in that moment as well? Did you notice the extra finger he's got? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I when, didn't he, when he grabs it, he's got he's got an extra digit on his like he's got like two thumbs. It's pretty cool. I did not. Yeah. Heard it later That's how he grabs the horses, I think. <laughs> <laughs> With his extra thumbs. So yeah, he gets I... away, and then we get back to his lair, don't we? And he yeah. has a moment. I don't know why he suddenly thinks, "Oh, I should touch this box to find some out." He finds that the anti-life equation is on Earth. Yeah. Or and then proceeds to tell Darkseid. Why doesn't Darkseid and all the rest of them remember it? No, because there? well, this is what I was thinking in that flashback. I don't think he he, he knew that the anti-life equation were there. He does. I he, thought that no, he, that's the whole point of on the being floor. on Earth at the time. No, he's there because he, he basically he's there because he's he's he's, he's searching ten thousand worlds for the anti-life equation yeah, and he's he destroying world. He destroys worlds so that it's not on. In that sequence, he picks the ground up in his hand, and he and he get, takes his weapon and he smashes it into the ground and the equation appears in front of him. I thought that's... That's, the, no, that's, that's Steppenwolf. That's Steppenwolf. No, it, no, it happens in both. I've seen it three Does times. It happens in both, <laughs> I guarantee it. I don't think he does, mate. It but... does. I watched it last night to, to... Well, I skipped through it last night. To guess, ah. I guarantee you, go back and have a look. And it, I've seen and it, it three times, I'm fine. <laughs> they, they don't... The, the film doesn't do a good job of explaining... What the importance of the anti-life equation is? I could, I, mean, I could give you an explanation. You could. I don't but think the we need to know the, specific, the film. The, yeah, we, yeah, we don't need the specifics of it here. What, the point is, the film it just says this is what Darkseid's looking for. It's the key to his power, or whatever, or the key to destroying everything. It's like it's such an, it's such a basic explanation. It is a mathematical like, formula as well. Yeah, and and also when you get the Steppenwolf reveal of it, when Steppenwolf kind of hits it, and you get the Omega symbol, and it's just like, oh, is Kratos arriving? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that was my first thought. Um, it just—it's a very stupid MacGuffin, I think. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense, like thematically in the universe, because the anti-life equation is the Omega, and the the life equation, which is the opposite, which exists. It doesn't mention it. Is the Alpha? Nope. That's the problem. That's it doesn't. The, it, it doesn't it mention doesn't, it. That's the problem. It yeah. doesn't mention. It doesn't. It doesn't mention that there is a life. Like my little nerd head, I got a little nerd bone. Of just them saying anti-life equation. I'm like, why are we fucking going? And then realizing, oh, there won't be another film. Yeah. <laughs> you see, you see, you see me watching as a civilian. Yeah, you're just like, what the fuck is that? 
I facepalmed when they said anti-life equation. Like, oh no, it's that so- is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Mate, it's to create the it's to create the anti-monitor. The ultimate right. being that can it was, it was, just, it was also at this point I noticed that the sound mixing was all over the place. Yeah. There, there was the there whole was fucking film. Yeah, it, well, no, up until this point, actually, it had been all right, but the sound mixing started getting weird. And I think it was especially with Steppenwolf's dialogue. Like, his voice became very quiet in a lot of places. Yeah. And there was sometimes when you get characters, and it was from this point onwards, which I think is probably when there's, there's a lot of the weed and stuff cut in with it, and then there's a lot of the new stuff put together with it. The sound mixing is just really poor, and there's a lot of kind of mumbled dialogue. You've got kind of Ben, ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne voice is still a little bit of a Batman voice. He's not speaking as Ben Affleck, you know. It's not; it's just his normal voice. Yeah, he's, a, he's kind of giving it a bit of that. It's got know? a bit of a and, reverb to it as well, hasn't it? Yeah, and it's it started get especially when they were doing the big dumps of exposition. It started getting hard to follow for me. You're not, wrong. It, actually, You're not wrong. Actually, you're not I was thinking by the end of it of putting the subtitles on. <laughs> I did anyway. I did. Just, I always do. Uh, just before we quickly move on, I have checked, and Darkseid Dark does find the equation when he I, when he I, arrives. I, I, I still don't think he does. He <laughs> <It> does. <laughs> you have to watch it again. Aren't I'll you? send you a screenshot. Uh, anyway, yeah, and then we have this moment with where Martian Manhunter turns up. I like I'm, it. I'm, I'm going to point out Amy Adams still can't act, and also She's this Martian a very good actress. Actress, the actor, the like this. Like, Arrival. Yeah, Look at Arrival. In um, this Martian Manhunter thing coming in, obviously it's completely unexpected if you, for anybody, to be fair, it's supposed to be a twist. I get it. Mm. Kind of robs the preceding scene of any of its emotional weight, though. Yeah, totally. Like, and why how I, does I he also know all this stuff? I don't. How does I, he what? Sorry. How does he know all this stuff? He's a like Martian about... Manhunter. It's part of his power. <sighs> yeah, he's kind of psychic. Yeah, kind of yeah. psychic. Um, that's his main thing. That's an understatement. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, this this kind of pulling the strings from the in in the background that Martian Manhunt is doing. Yeah, it's it's so vague you can't see a point. It in what is he's kinder doing. against his character because if uh, something like um, Doomsday had appeared, Martian Manhunt would have appeared earlier. He wouldn't have just gone. Yeah. Get him, Superman! I'm a colonel. Yeah, he'd have gone invo- I, I, got involved. What, what got me about that sequence was so he turns back. He turns from. Um, Martha. Martha into him into his true form, yeah. and then back into the general. Yeah. Why did he not just turn into the general? Like so, we could see him talking to himself. To see, I know it's for us to see, but the like, world also imagine needs if someone just Lane. came down, came down those steps behind him, which is like, the fuck is that? You know, it, I, I was thinking <laughs> about also, this. His design is awful. Yeah, it's, I don't like, not, it I don't look like, like Martian Manhunter. No, I don't like it either. It's not green enough. Like, like it would have made more sense <laughs> if the general would have had. A scene with someone and then turn to Martian Manhunter and you'd be like, oh shit. But yeah, having. Oh, his eyes just went red for a split second. Yeah, having, at some that, point. having that scene between um, Lois and Martha and it was just, it just took well, everything it's about It's quite that selfish, scene away. actually. That scene, it, it makes it rather dark and sinister. It's selfish because what he's saying is, you need to get back on your feet because we need. He knows that Superman's going to get resurrected. He's saying, we need you to. Potentially sacrifice yourself so Superman yeah. gets his memories back. It's quite a selfish act. It's it, also with the, with the way that kind of misdirects done. When we see Martha later in the film, I was thinking, is that the Manhunter or not? No, I don't think it is. No. I, uh, but yeah, but be, how because, do we know? Because, though that's the thing. Well, yeah, that's it. How do you know? Because that know? that sequence kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. In a what, very was Martian Man, Manhunter always with? Um, 
uh, Superman's dad all this time, all these years? Has he been, and, and what, has he been laying well, next to a like, Martian? What happens if, if uh, Lois brings that conversation up? She'll go, what? Martha, she, she's like, huh? She'll go, what the fuck are you on about? I was shopping. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in Smallville right. all this time. So that's in the part four. We'll move on to part five now. Oh, um, God, we've still got a fucking chunk of this film left. Oh, yes. Yeah, we're <laughs> getting there. We're getting there. We're, we're riding getting there. out. We're getting there, listeners. Right, so part five. They dig up Superman's body and take oh, this it to This is such Zod's a good ship. part, by the way. This whole section's incredible for yeah. me. So they cut back to Lois, who wakes up, and she opens a drawer. There's <gasps> a pre- pregnancy test in there. She then takes into the bathroom. Um, the, oh, my God. So there's a bit of intrigue there. And then she heads off to Superman's statue. Uh, the team plays Superman into the the pool uh, in the ship. Uh, Cyborg is warned not to wake the box by the ship. He then has a vision of the world burning, with Wonder Woman and Aquaman dead, and Superman cradling a burnt body at the feet of Darkseid. Uh, Cyborg breaks out of his vision and says no, but the Flash thinks he says go, and he runs to the box to charge it. Box touches Superman. Superman comes back to life. He doesn't know, really know where he is. He's a bit discombobulated. He doesn't know who the Justice League are and ends up having a fight with them. He snaps out of this when Lois... Um, Reveals his him. secret identity to everyone. Yeah, and he flies off with her. Steppenwolf then arrives and Silas sacrifices himself to heat up the box. So when Steppenwolf takes it, the team can track its heat signature. Now, the Justice League fight against Superman is very pretty much the same as the Whedon version. Yeah, I don't think things. That, yeah, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't ask really Batman diffs. if he could bleed anymore. No, that's in Batman vs. <laughs> Superman. No, 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 no. And if you remember in the original Whedon cut, it's, he, goes to super, he goes to Batman and goes, Do you bleed? Oh, to he, see, he, he does the same thing that. back to him, and it makes no sense because he knows he bleeds, he knows he's human. So in, the, in this one, it's established that Lois keeps going to the statue every day. We've, yes, we've already yeah. established that. Whereas in the Whedon version, Batman uses Lo- Lois as a, as a backup plan. Yeah. yeah. He, has her, he brings her there to, as a backup plan just in case they need her to snap Superman out of it. Yeah. But in this one, Batman's just like, just do it, just do it. Like, you know, he's egging Cyborg on to work the, the box to work Superman. Yeah, I, I kind of like. I re- I don't like this fight between the super- between Superman and the rest of the team. How it's good does Henry Cavill right. look though without a top on? Whew. Oh, fabulous! <laughs> Which there's, there's, there's a great line early in this part when they're kind of going through the the, the rigmarole of um like getting the plan together and resurrecting Superman. And it, um, it, there's a metaphor used about um a bull a bull charging. Says it says don't, don't wave your red cape at a uh, charging bull. And just Bruce Wayne says, this red cape charges back. Yeah. <laughs> killed me laughing that. It's so bad. Some of the dialogue really is bad. <laughs> I do, I do, I do like this Bruce Wayne. I don't like this Batman, but I like this Bruce Wayne. Because I think yeah, he's a bit like, dumb. Like he's, a bit, he's a bit silly. I think, I don't know, I don't think he's dumb and silly. I think it's pure arrogance. I That's think it, yeah, he, arrogance he's, works. He's got yeah. that arrogant billionaire like, feeling about him. Do you know how many super baddies I've took down in my lifetime? Yeah. This yeah. is fuck all. <laughs> the, um, I, I, I do think that fight lacks a fair bit of impact. That's my only kind of main criticism of it because there's so much of people being slammed against things. Yeah. That's how Superman like, fights. <laughs> no, but be- I, I, I know that, but it's just like, it's, over, it's all a bit floaty. You know, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah! It's like they're, they're whacking off stuff, and there's no real consequence to it. Like you get Batman thrown against the car, 
and he kind of sits there and coughs a bit, and it's just like, okay, that, that's a god throwing you against a car. You'd go through it. Yeah. He'd be dead special, He's got a special suit on, it's fine. He hasn't, oh, though. Just, just before we... He's got his car repellent spray next yeah, to him. Yeah. Push the car backwards. Car repellent back what, spray. What do we think about this little um, flash that into the potential future that Cyborg sees, though? I think that's Wonder Woman. I is think dead. that's Zach Aquaman's dead. That's. I mean. I mean. Spoiler alert. This does happen in the books. Um, this is Zack Snyder's way of saying we're not going to do another film. But this is what would have happened. I think that's it's, how I see it. I mean, that's what he's obviously set up for future films when he did film. Yeah, this. but now it's like it's not going to happen. So we'll we'll reveal. That's why I think the epilogue exists. It's like this is mm. what would have happened. Yeah, I think I think it ultimately doesn't really serve that much to the film. I think no. it, it's more of a, it's not, it's not more of a premonition. It's more of a what if kind of thing. Yeah, but it doesn't serve like in that moment as well. It makes no sense. I don't think then. it actually. I don't think it serves anything because no. this this premonition comes. I can't remember what the premonition comes from. Is it from the box or is it from the ship that it it's comes from? From the box. It's from the box. It's, yeah, the ship. Like the, would, the ship doesn't know that kind of thing. Yeah, it, it almost. Feels like it's. You've the got to bear in mind this probably happens in a split second for Cyborg. What's going to come if you if you resurrect Superman? Yeah. And and the, but the, is it, but the, the, is the box sentient though? That's yes, what, they are sentient as, supercomputers. Yeah. All of them. But the, the 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 film doesn't establish this. It says they're supercomputers, and it says they are. I'm capable sure it mentions of doing, that the sentient doing thing. I don't think it. I don't I think it's mentioned. Just me knowing that. Correct. It could be just me I'm knowing that. Happy to be corrected on that if I am mm. wrong. If someone comments on that and says, mm. no, they, it does say in this bit of dialogue that the sentient, fine. But from my memory, it, it feels like because that sequence happens, I didn't know where that was coming from. Yeah, that's true. And, maybe, maybe it's just something and then, I knew. And then, the, and then the go, no, go thing, that was just stupid. I thought that, that, was, that was pointless. Yeah, but yeah. bear in mind, they're using Bruce Wayne tech um, communicators. That wouldn't be uh, that spotty. <laughs> he does kind of whisper though, doesn't he? he doesn't like he shout. Goes, no, he's kind of yeah. He goes, yeah. he goes, no. But what I what I noticed in that is like what I mentioned in the part there is Superman is cradling the body of a, a, a smouldering skeleton, which I'm taking to be Lois. It is, yeah. yeah. I'm taking and Lois. we are obviously meant to feel that is Lois dying enough to set Superman off like that? There's a bit more maybe, to that. Maybe mate. not. She's pregnant. But exactly. <laughs> if he found out that she was pregnant, yeah, they killed John. Does that John Lane Clark? Yeah, does Pent. that like really just send Superman over the edge? Yeah, that's what happens that's in kinda... the uh, the death of not the death of Superman, uh, the nightmare where uh, the Joker kills Lois rather than anyone else. Yes, yeah, so it happens in Injustice games as well, doesn't it? Joker... I can't remember. I can't yeah, the remember. Joker ends up killing Lois, and it sends Superman into a yeah, spiral, and... and it becomes evil. Yeah. The um. I did like the the little foreshadowing that they're doing when Barry is running and he gets close to light speed and you see time kind of going backwards ever so slightly. Well, did you not notice the when thing the where he, he misses the box, mm. doesn't he, and then reverses it ever so slightly? Yeah, yeah, and so cool. I, I I like that. I thought that was because obviously it becomes a a big thing in yeah. the sixth chapter. I I thought that was a really nice little moment there because I thought, oh, that's interesting. That wasn't in the original. No, aren't it? Just he happened. Just, he, he didn't miss, did he? No, he's, he just he, he, yeah he he sprints, hits the thing, and then classes yeah. through the other side of the ship. Yeah, well, they didn't do any of that time travel stuff in the Wii no, version, did they? No, they, no, they didn't. The but flash, I'm saying it's a nice Flash and setup, Superman yeah. were buggering off, help like rushing people out of the vicinity. Which makes no fucking sense. Off. Well, it does kind of a weird Superman. I think Superman would 
if there was a fight and there was people to save. Not at this point. Superman got to the point where he would he would sacrifice that. I don't think so. If the, if the, if it was a choice of like I've got to get these people out of here before we before Steppenwolf destroys the world. <laughs> Well, it depends at what point. I don't know. At what cost? I think that's just a case of I don't think that Zack Snyder gets Superman. I don't think Superman's the Boy Scout at this this point that he was no. originally. That's the thing. I do, just getting back to that fight, though, it does have one of my favourite moments of the whole film. Mm-hmm. And that's the bit where Superman has hold of Wonder Woman oh and I think Cyborg. And... And the flash goes to run around the back yeah, of him, and, and you just see you just see Superman's <laughs> eyes move, and then this, and the flash's face is like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you can see it's me. A, it's an incredible look on Henry Cavill's face as well because yeah. it looks like he's smiling, isn't it? Pro- <laughs> he's it's giving like, some proper side eye. It, it's 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 like fucking uh, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes is like giving an yeah, evil look yeah. kind of thing going. Yeah, it's so funny. What I do like as well, the stick to the no, c- no drama or danger to it. No, oh no, no. I, I, I didn't think oh shit that's a big moment i'm sat there giggling at it. yeah it's, it's so a great funny. moment they stick to the canonical aspect that the flash is only just faster than superman as well he technically is yeah. the fastest man alive but only just well it's yeah, he's, 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 bullet, so. yeah he's not he's, he's, he's not fast enough to avoid a punch from superman no but <laughs> yeah the difference is uh, the flash can access the um the speed force superman can't but yeah he's oh yeah, it's, it's so cool well unless you're in <laughs> superman 2 where you where he uses the speed force to twist the planet back <laughs> around. turn the world backwards. <laughs> Which is bollocks. <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah, and then so uh, Lois comes, buggers off with Superman, and then... I kind of like that scene this, where they're at the farm. But we have this moment, I think that's next. Oh, is it? We have this moment where, obviously, Steppenwolf arrives to take the box, and Silas, for some reason, thinks, I'm just going to... Burn myself up here. Miles like... Dice, now the actor that plays this guy, loves to sacrifice himself. He does, he? yeah. He's, it's Is that the guy Sean, Sean from Bean loves Terminator dying. 2? Terminator 2. Yeah. I thought he was. I was looking at him. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't aged a fucking day either. He looks incredible uh, for his age. He's got a big I career. I just don't understand why. Can't he just set this laser off from run outside, off. <laughs> outside the, outside the uh, room? I'm not being funny, but why I'd rather he... have my neck snapped by Steppenwolf than get evaporated. Yeah, why does he have, to, I've got go a body in... for me, why does he have to go in the room to do it? Can't he just Stupid. press the button from the outside? Stupid. It's... And I know, I know, it kind of bleeds into into the next part when they give the explanation. But my my last note for this section because I stopped taking notes after this point, and I'm basically going to be going from memory. Yeah. Mm. My last note, all in capitals. He made the box hot, and now they're using the bat satellite to look for it. He's got six. Of them. He's got six of them. Yeah. He's got six of them. <laughs> oh my god! I, there are so many. This is why I, I generally don't get on that well with, with a lot of DC films, a lot of Batman films, and also why I don't get on with Tony Stark. The billionaire thing means they can just again deus ex machina in the fact that he's bought this shit. Oh, Bruce Wayne's, a, Bruce Wayne's as, a trillionaire, just yeah, to... or whatever. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like this stuff makes me so angry because when has it ever been established that Batman has satellites? He's always had everything. satellites. He's got everything. But oh. the, 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 the stupid a, thing about that is like surely Cyborg just can just hack into any of them anywhere. Don't forget, yeah. don't forget. I know you probably haven't seen it as much as I, but on Man of Steel, Superman bumps into a Wayne Enterprise satellite. So that's foreshadowing. Yeah, it does. That was, that was quite a nice moment. Like just <laughs> exactly. Nah. Come I, I, can, on. I, just can thought, I thought it was so stupid. I can completely agree that he has a satellite. Doesn't Elon Musk have a satellite? He's got he's got Starlink. It's not necessarily his satellites. It's a service that he's setting up. Yeah. See. 
It's and fun. Elon Musk, uh, does he have a bat signal? I don't think he does. Also, I, bet, fuck it, I bet he does. I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't bring Elon Musk into defending it. He's just as bad as Batman. He just probably I know, has a lower I'm, body I'm, count. But I'm just saying that the, <laughs> the point is that eccentric billionaires probably do have these There things. is a sense of narcissism, isn't there? I have to have yeah. six satellites. Yeah, it's... It it goes back. It's that. It's like the, the fucking line at the end of it where he bought the bank. I mean, it's just. It's. Do you know? Just, um, just a just a bit of a sidetrack. Do you know when the DC and Marvel did that team up book and they they all clashed with each other? And I, yeah. Iron Man obviously met Bruce Wayne, and rather than having the battle that everyone wanted, they just had a money off. It was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> So for like, I've got this much money. I've got this much just money. Just throwing cat just <laughs> yeah. stood there with a with a sack of money. No, no, no they, were, they, were, they were evaluating each other's assets. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> so good. Just imagine that in a film, like all this shit's going off. Yeah, like, them two are arguing, banging against each other, and then like it just comes back to them two sat at a table with like spreadsheets. That's exactly look, what it was. Look, and, and, look. and then Tony Stark saying, "Well, well, I can drink more whiskey than you," and Batman's like, "No, I can drink more whiskey than you." <laughs> just. Absolute assholes being assholes. Right, oh, we're getting to we're getting close to the end now. Woo! Right, so we're on to part six. Starts with Lois and Clark at the farm. She tells them about losing the farm. Lovely scene. This goes back to the Justice League. Uh, they're back at Batman's lab tracking the mother box. Mm-hmm. We then go back to the farm where Martha turns up, and we have this lovely moment where her and Clark yeah. reunite, and all three of them have this hug. Then the team set off in the jet to the abandoned Russian town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steppenwolf starts the process to unite the boxes. Yeah. Justice League come up with a plan to enter the base and destroy the boxes. Uh, essentially, uh, the Flash has to run around as fast as he can to generate enough charge for Cyborg to pull the boxes apart. Yeah. Uh, Superman then goes back to the ship and we have this voiceover moment where we hear Jor-El and Jonathan Kent um, yeah, basically, past, it's, it's his little moral choice dilemma, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. As uh, they're like, he's conscious, like talking yeah. to him, and, and then he walks past a load of Kryptonian suits. Yeah. Eventually, he stops at one, then he steps out of the ship, and he's got the black suit, the regeneration on, suit, and he flies off to join the team after powering himself up with the sun, which yes. I thought was very important. That's when what the, the first, black suit's for, as well. Yeah, more light. Yeah, and then Batman breaks through the shield at in the nuclear power station takes down the tower, which destroys the whole of the shield. Big battle commences with the heroes and the parademons. Flash starts to do his laps around the town to create the charge. Superman visits Alfred to find out where they've gone. And then our heroes have their final battle with Steppenwolf. Mm. He's getting the better of them until Superman turns up and knocks the shit out of him. It does. (laughs) Really does. Really does. (laughs) Uh, The Flash is... Just about to get to the point where he needs to be, where he's taken down by a shot from a parademon. Yeah. Darkseid's portal then starts to open and the boxes unite and scorch the earth. Yep. Flash quickly heals himself. There he goes, come on, come on, come on, yeah. fast healing, come on. <laughs> yeah, so the Flash heals himself. <laughs> and as Gadget said, the, with the foreshadowing, he's, he starts to run back in time. Run, Barry. And he manages to get the charge up to the point where he gets to Cyborg at the right time yep. and uh, Cyborg and Superman manage to pull the boxes apart. Yep. Aquaman then stabs Steppenwolf from behind with his not trident or whatever it is that Quin- he's got. Quindant. Yep. He lifts him up. Superman punches him towards the portal. Wonder Woman with that amazing chanting music again. <laughs> chops his head off. <laughs> it flies through the portal just before it closes. 
Uh, Darkseed steps on it, and then we have a stare down between the Justice League and Darkseid before the portal eventually <sighs> shuts. Oh, I love that bit. Darkseid says that he's just going to use the old ways to get back there. Gather the armada. We have a team standoff in victory. Yeah. And that is the end of part six. I like this part. Yes. It made the end battle better. Yeah, they've so much better than the. It almost felt. It almost felt. the end battle. It felt. It no. felt Marvel Phase Two. It. It had an air yeah, of that. I can see that. Yeah. It had an air of it the, to me. To me. The, the the battle the battle made more sense what they were doing like you yeah. didn't have the you didn't have Barry pissing about eva- evacuating Dostoevsky yeah just... you didn't you didn't have any of that you you still you still had Bruce kind of fucking sacrificing the jet that he's been pining over for the whole film because he just gets shot down immediately um, love that plane yeah but the, you, you know you get that pretty fun sequence of him uh, like kind of driving through the, the town. He's having a whale um, of a time. Yeah, with, with Aquaman, yeah. like, stood on it. My man! <laughs> yeah, the the whole thing with kind of Aquaman and Wonder Woman in the air, it seems that that stuff just didn't... Because neither of them can fly. Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, Wonder, Woman, uh, uh, Wonder Woman can fly. Wonder Woman now. can fly. You remember, night in... She night can fly four, anyway. She, she just... She suddenly learns how to fly. And Aquaman can you? Yeah, but is, is, yeah, but she's not flying in that though. She, I thought she, I thought she was hooking onto onto it, storm. It, it, it's not it really like flying. flying. She leaps, doesn't she, and like glides. Yeah. But we Aquaman, bear in mind, and it doesn't tell you in this film. He can use the moisture in the air to create ripples. Oh, fuck fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> to make it as if he's flying. No, well, he, in he, this he, one, <laughs> in this one, he does get propelled around yeah, a bit does. rather than yeah, he flying. Does. He gets thrown by yeah. the. And car. then he surfs on a parademon for yeah, a building. And then the parademons pick him up, and then cyborg. Helps him, and yeah, it's. it's I, he, I like. I do. En- I, I do enjoy. I do enjoy old man Batman, kind of climbing up the side of things. He's just punching parademons, <laughs> taking their rifles off them, yeah. sitting on the standing gun. He's the MV- like, MVP in this bit. People don't realise he what he's he is, doing. He MVP. He oh, he's doing. So he's doing some severe cardio. Absolutely. Going up there, I just say the fact that you've got these actual gods, gods fighting, yeah. <laughs> and you've got Batman just. I'll get these guys. Yeah. <laughs> there is one scene that I have to mention as well, because, like I say, I've seen it three times. There's one scene where they all like, right, Batman's like, I'm going to do this in car, and then you'll get in. And then they all go, okay. And then they all like fly off, zoom off, and then Batman just turns around and like waddles into his car like a human. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if he's looking back going, yep, yep, I've got to hike it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good bit. It's so, it, yeah, it's so funny. See, I like... people, people moaned about Batman using guns at this point, and I'm like, he did, he did anyway at this point because... in the books. Because in there is a Justice League cartoon where he comes against the Parademons and he's he'll kill them any time. Offered a gun, he's like, no, no, he doesn't. He, he says no, and he basically fights them by hand. But in this situation, he's not going to be. I think he'd want to go. They're not I fucking human. Yeah, they're Bam. shooting him with a gun. Yeah, like, if he doesn't use one, he's dead. Bear in mind, right? <laughs> yeah. This and then this is getting nerdy again. This is this is Dark Knight Returns, like um, Alan Moore. This is this is stuff where Batman's. He's been off off duty for a long time, and he comes back, and there's been um, there's been wards that he's lost. He's lost one of the robins. You know what I mean? He's not asked. He just yeah, made... he has lost a robin, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, established in yeah, exactly. I think Batman versus Superman. He, he, he loses his moral compass the later he gets on in life, mm. Batman. And by the time, I mean, the run's finished now, but he's he by the, by a certain point, he's killed a lot of his enemies. Killed. Yeah, because he just he's, he just thinks fuck it. Yeah. The... So. Yeah, this this whole sequence works a lot better for me. There's still a lot of stuff I find a bit dumb in it, but yeah, I really like the the way the 
use Barry Allen for it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the the idea of him building up this charge, which we've established that he needs to do, he needs to get at a certain speed. He can build up electrical charge. And faster than light. And he, yeah, and then he can kind of punch um cyborg into the into the mother cube. Yes. Yeah. I like that. I think I think that that is a some decent storytelling because that's been established throughout the film yeah. that this is what can happen. Yeah. Um it's a it, it sounds like I'm fucking praising GCSE writing here because that's what it kind of feels like in places throughout this film. Oh, it's very, it's very well, easy, isn't it? It's easy writing. It's yeah. just, there's nothing extraordinary well, about it. Yeah, I, I like how that's kind of, that's kind of built up. I like how you get the payoff for that one. I like the, the kind of the slightly timey wimey travelly stuff that goes on with it. I think the fight loses its impact when Superman arrives. They always do in because, DC. Yeah, because I mean, Superman is a god. He's the like, god. He's the most over, he's the most overpowered character in in yeah. well, uh, in all comic books. Yeah. So like he's one punch the, man. The, <laughs> yeah, the fight the fight between Steppenwolf and the Justice League without Superman is actually kind of tense. Yeah, yeah. Because they're yeah. kind of it's it's a lot of blow trade. I think they, they could have still took him eventually. Eventually, yeah. I mean the thing is He's powerful. He's not oh, a yeah. god, though. No, he's not. No, he's just a very strong alien. Yeah, and like you know, they're chipping bits of his armor off and all like that, and he starts looking better with less armor on. Yeah, fucking hell. Um, but you know, <laughs> they, they, they're knocking each other back and forth, and then Superman comes in. And granted, Superman he throws a good punch. The man can punch. Don't get me wrong. Yep. But it just takes it takes the entire wind out of the sails of the fight because all of a sudden you've got this all powerful being knocking the shit out of a powerful being, but not an all powerful one. Yeah. And yeah, it then just becomes a a bit of nothing. Do you know what it's just I think it is. Superman punching so, in, in in all seriousness, I think it's a foreshadowing event. It's saying this this is how much we were struggling with Steppenwolf. Now Superman's turned up. Imagine if he was the antagonist. That's what I think. I, mean, it's, I, would, I think it's a foreshadowing yeah. to that because, like, yeah. even even Dark Side kind of looks surprised to see a Kryptonian well, back. They won't. They don't. I'm, I'm sure it's mentioned that they won't. Don't want to go to Earth. Oh no, Krypt- Superman! Yeah, if there's a Kryptonian, Superman is the, re- Superman is the reason why this, yeah. why Earth was stayed away from yeah. so long. A Kryptonian, basically, in in the law, any Kryptonian that's in the pr- presence of a yellow sun, there's just no point in going near. Like like Goku in Dragon Ball Z, there's no point in going near. You're not going to win. So what I will say though is that it felt like everyone in the team had something to do in here rather than just waiting for Superman, whereas the, the original yeah. Justice They were just League holding him off, like, weren't they? They were just like, yeah, let's, we're just waiting. We're just buying time yeah, right now. They, yeah, they, they had a plan. They were like, right, we've got to think of something because they have no idea if Superman's turning up. Yeah, ever again. Yeah, they yeah, don't so know. They, they had to come up with a plan. And even though Superman does turn up and batters the shit out of Steppenwolf, yeah. lasers his horn off and everything. That's so cool. <laughs> proper goes to town. He has him pinned brutal, down. He's just, I yeah. think he would have killed him. If it have got they danced. still technically the bad guys still technically win. If only if it's only for like oh, thirty seconds, seconds yeah, split, yeah. And it shows that actually it's regardless of it, Superman isn't the one who saved the day. It's the Flash. Absolutely. If yeah, the yeah. Flash wasn't around, the bad guys win. Yeah. And I really liked that. It, it it put more emphasis on the team and more specifically on the younger guys like Cyborg and the Flash. It made I, them feel so important. Well, the Crisis actually, on Infinite Earth, the story, the biggest start, like the Infinity War of basically DC, the Crisis on Infinite Earth. The Flash is yet again the one that's without him, nothing would have. Mm. He's, yeah. he's one of the most powerful metahumans in existence. The Flash. Yeah. I really liked the sequence inside the Mother Box. I did. I did, um, mate. I did. They're, yes. tr- they're trying to trick him, I, weren't they? they? They were trying to trick him, and it was, it was that 
acceptance of who who Cyborg was. Like that, he had to. He's not a monster it's, it's anymore, the, is he? Yeah, it's the it's the cheesiest personal story in the world. But he had to accept. Yeah, he had to accept who he is, what his place in the world is, and what his abilities yeah. are. And he was able to defeat whatever code it was and basically nullify the mother box and stop the yeah. What's it called? Unification or something like that? Unity. That's it. Yeah, um, I think Assassin's Creed again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, he manages to stop that, and it's all because like you're right, you're right, Stig. It's like everyone has their part to play, and they all work together. It's a team, isn't it? One, it's a fucking team. Yeah. Which it really wasn't in the weed. No, not it at was all. A lot of very disconnected. It was characters Superman and, and Friends, wasn't it? Notifications. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Which is yeah, which is always a misconception about the Justice League because yeah. it's not. It's to be fair, it's Batman and Friends. Yeah, it should be. It should be. <laughs> Batman, Batman's money and Friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, bear in mind, well, Batman did take Superman down, so yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I really like that last, sequ- last sequence. Yes, that was I, such, such I, a stark contrast. When, when everything kind of resolves itself mm. and the, kind of the, the cubes have been separated and you, you get that shot of them stood on the cooling tower looking out over the sunset... I wish the credits had rolled there. What about the lovely scene where Superman helps yeah. Batman we'll up? He's like, "Come on, old man." Well, yeah, I love that. I, I love it when Superman and Batman yeah, are friends. It's a bit it's it makes a bit me smile. A, after you know the last time they kind of yeah exactly. Last few times they've they've been together, they've been enemies. It's the first time of like I know they weren't shaking hands, but it's the first time he's picked his friend up. There's, there's been a bit of an olive branch. Yeah, and I love I yeah. love that. That makes me feel like oh these these nightmare sequences. He's not. Think, it's I not think, the ultimate future it's a possible future yeah i think that would have been the place to end it 100 percent. just kind of cut to black send the credits up perfect yeah. i would yeah. have been much hallelujah on then. the credits done job done well, as we know they didn't end it there no no, no, they, no they did not that, so oh. on comes the epilogue right get ready Here we guys go. So this thing has more endings than Return of the King mm. <laughs> does anything so have more endings than we that we start Cyborg goes home and he repairs the dictaphone that we talked about earlier Lovely that he destroyed. And he gets this really nice message back from his father, which kind of plays as a, over the closing scenes of the team as they all go back and do their own thing. Yep. So as each member of the team is kind of going back to their life and doing their own thing, we get this nice kind of message from Silas. That's, again, that seems like a perfectly good way to end the film, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. We then get a scene where we're in Arkham oh, and we gosh. find out that Lex Luthor's the broken out of tolling. Arkham. <laughs> and then we see Deathstroke arrive on Lex Luthor's boat and Luthor tells him that Batman is Bruce Wayne. Now that, I think, was the post-credit scene in the Whedon version. It was, yes. Yeah. That's a really good post-credit scene. That's kind of like if they'd have done the, the cyborg ending... Had the credits. Mm. That's the that's the end scene. Yeah, fine, done. I love I yeah. love Slade Wilson's design in this. Uh, Death yeah, it looks really good. Looks good. Yeah. I don't like Jesse Eisenberg as as. No, no one does. does. <laughs> no one does. He's too young in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, you need you like, need a you need a middle aged man, a, a bald John Hamm. Remember when everyone said that Brian Cranston should have been it just because he was bald and like <laughs> no, you just shaved John Hamm's hair off and he'd be perfect. No, because he was like the hot the hot commodity at the time. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah, like yeah, Breaking well, yeah. Bad, and everyone's like he would be an amazing Lex Luthor. Everyone's like, why? Just because he's bald in Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> well, to be fair, he'd be a better Lex Luthor than fucking Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Like, to be fair, he would have been and, a great Lex Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg 
is on the title card at the beginning of the film. You don't see him for two hundred. Isn't he in the film minutes. for two minutes? Well, is- we'll get to the that where we see the Joker in the trailer, hmm. and you don't get to him till now. Yeah. So we've had that scene. I think we we're going to have a long discussion on this scene. A post-apocalyptic world where Batman is teamed up with Cyborg, Mira, Deathstroke. A different Flash. It's not. It's still Ezra Miller. Doesn't look like it. It is me. him. It is him. It's it. It's in his. Uh, he's in his. Uh, it's in his Zoom costume. Okay. Been, his face has been aged yeah, as well. Yeah, it's been well, aged. I'm, as I'm wrong there. Apologies. He looked like a different Flash, or maybe no, a different no, definitely dimension. There, it's definitely Barry. And the Joker. Yeah. So the Joker and Batman have a bit of back and forth about <laughs> everyone around Batman dying. <laughs> they then just kind of discuss how they'll. One day they'll kill each other, but they have a truce. And I will fucking kill you. And then evil Superman turns up and Bruce wakes up. Ah, bear in mind, it's evil Superman in his blue and red suit. Yes. Mm. Very poignant. So Bruce wakes up on a lakeside house and he, he, he obviously hears something, goes outside and we see Martian Manhunter float down to inform Bruce he's here to help. And the film ends. I've got quite a bit to discuss here, guys. I I have quite a bit to discuss here, guys. <laughs> didn't like some of this. Did like some of this. It left I me wanting like more. I I did kind of like. I do want to see that post-apocalyptic nightmare. It's called. Well, I want to see that. I want to see that nightmare with a K. By the way, yeah, <laughs> of course. I thought that, that you know we can skip past all the kind of cyborg stuff with the message in the ending. That's a typical like everyone's yeah, going that's, off that's a positive it's ending, isn't it? That's yeah, the, the, the cyborg stuff is not good, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The Lex Luthor he, ending, I hated that. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be in. It shouldn't be in, but I feel like that is a setup for a standalone well, it was batman supposed to be film. deathstroke versus batman wasn't it yeah rather than a next, rather than a justice league deathstroke film. doesn't hold a candle to fucking batman what a ridiculous I do, team I, I do like deathstroke's design in this it looks as, incredible as yeah and mm-hmm. it, it's one of the few times where i think they've taken a, a comic book character's look into into like celluloid and it looks real yeah like it looks practical slade wilson as a yeah, character is a really fucking good yeah. ptsd slade yeah still Fucking hate Jesse Eisenberg in that. <laughs> he sat. You know, actually, I was th- I was talking with Pip about this one because she sat with me for the last hour of the film and she hated it as much as I did. Uh-huh. But I think that Jesse Eisenberg would do a half decent Joker. He's got that manicness about oh, him, no. and that kind of that nervous energy. But just just hear me out. Come instead of doing a Lex Luthor is what I'm saying. I don't think he, there are many people who could play the Joker much better than Jesse Eisenberg. You've got to fucking shoehorn him into DC. You've got to put him, make him the Riddler or something like that. He's got to play a manic character. Be a better character. Riddler. It would be a better Riddler. Well, don't. It just. I just sounded like you said he'd, he'd, he'd be a better Midler. No, it'd be a, be, he'd be, be a better Clayface. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Like, I. I'm not big on DC, but I know that that's not Lex Luthor. No, Lex Luthor no. is the the basic. He's basically evil Bruce Wayne. Well, Lex. I mean, I mean, Lex Luthor for me is the DC equivalent of Kingpin from Marvel. You know, it's that, yeah, it's, not as brutal, not as physical, but yeah, not as physically brutal. But it's, yeah. that, it's that calculating, cold, incredibly wealthy plan for man. everything, plan for everything, pulling the strings. That in the is background. basically Lex every Luthor, politician yeah. on his on his payroll. Whereas with Jesse Eisenberg, you've got this kind of chattering lunatic, which doesn't work. Like that, yeah, isn't Lex Luthor. real, real mental that, health disorder type. 
Yeah, yeah this is coming from someone who is not precious about DC properties. I'm, I am. <laughs> I know you are, but I'm saying, like, for, for me, I, even I can I, tell that this the is wrong. There's only one good role for Jesse Eisenberg, and that was in the social network. That were it. No, I, right liked, I liked him in Zombieland. He's all right in Zombieland. Yeah. But basically, neurotic nerd is what he plays best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not Lex Luthor, um, <laughs> ladies' man, mil- billionaire, not a philanthropist. Captain of industry. Capitalist. Kind of yeah. Um, like Donald Trump character. Yeah. Wait, oh, come on, come on. Let's just pull. Let's just pull this fucking plaster off and get straight into the nightmare stuff. Because I kind of take it anyway. Okay. To the nightmare scene. <laughs> Go on, you, just, you take us away. Okay. Yeah, this scene. I've got to gear up for this. This scene is wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> basically, um, in the books, um, the anti-life equation was discovered by uh, Darkseid and uh, not Darkseid. Sorry, Doctor Mobius, and and Doctor Mobius became the uh, anti-monitor. Anti-monitor is something that wipes out all sentient existence on, uh, on any 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 matter basically. Um, is it the halo rings kind of thing. Basically, yeah, yeah. Anti-monitor is like a super computer robot-looking thing that bigger than like think Galactus type type thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, following you. Dark side's long gone by this point. Long stopped. And Earth obviously is the next in line. Um, this Earth is not the Earth that the film is set. It's one of the other Earths. Because there's infinite Earths, remember? Well, there's 52 Earths. I think the Joker does mention something about yeah. that. Yeah, he says multi-multiverse. Yeah, they're not, yeah. They're not in the, the, the Earth that we know. That's why I'm sure it's a different Flash. It's not a different Flash, I promise you. It's, it's, it's because of that Flash that we can go to different Earths. So um, it's just I'm an just older Flash, I promise, I promise you. And um, basically, the stuff with Aquaman and uh, Wonder Woman are dead, I'm fine with that, I'm fine with that. But the fact that this... Is um, it's something that Bruce dreams up uh, in the books. This is something that Martian Manhunter implants into his mind. He's saying this could happen. This is not what's happening. This could happen. And the maybe fact that has, the implication of that's what's happening that. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Martian Manhunter immediately comes, doesn't he? And show and and talks to him. So that could have been that. But the fact, what I don't like is the fact that, like, he doesn't explicitly say that the Joker killed Lois Lane, and he does. That's that's what it's all about. And the Joker also kills. One of the Robins, and um, he also kills the Oracle, um, Barbara Gordon. He, you know what I mean? There's no yeah. way on earth <laughs> that Batman would team up with Joker, even if the world was ending. There's just no fucking, there'd be no truce. That's what bothers me more than any other part of this. It's like, and he's like, I will fucking kill you. It's like, no, no, you'd, you'd have done it anyway. Way before yeah. this point. That's what I don't like. And if Shuhan Jared Leto's Joker, and I don't care, and I don't, I don't particularly think he did a bad Joker in, in that little scene. But what I don't like is the fact that it's like Joker's got all the card. He's he's got all the cards. You know what I mean? He's the one that's yeah. in control, which is absolute batshit. There's no, there's no way. Like he's like, we're, we're best friends, Bruce. That's something the Joker says a lot. But yeah, it's and he's wearing some kind of like. Police uniform, isn't he, or something? Oh, it's no, like a prison uniform with um, some police armor. Yeah, he's clearly, he's clearly taken because if you notice, he's got loads of police badges on yeah, him. Yeah, so, so he's, he's obviously pinned all the yeah, badges of the yeah. police he's killed. I just, I, I know it's supposed to be a dream sequence and stuff like that, but it's just, in my opinion, it's, it's just, it's just thematically wrong. And if this is Zack Snyder's take of saying this is what could happen if 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 you'd let me get hold of this property and carry on, I don't. 
it just irks me a little bit because it does so much wrong. And I know you're allowed to change things, like the change Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man, the change the fact that he can walk in it, for God's sake. And just simple things like that. It's just, I don't know, there's too many liberties. It's, it, it seems like fan service. The, yeah, I think I... But not the fans of the that, comics. <laughs> yeah, I purely think that Jared Leto as Joker was put in there simply for fan service. Yeah, to sell he's birds better, of prey and stuff. He's way better. He's better. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, be- he's better than what he was in Suicide Squad, but that whole sequence, and I, I know it's a dream, it's a nightmare, mm. but the way that conversation, that conversation doesn't flow because it, it it's very difficult to follow because the two of them are talking kind of... About things that we've not seen, though. About things we've not seen, about things that we've not seen. I know what he's no done. Information about. Yeah, it's not fair. Um, I don't think it's fair on the viewer. That's what I, that's what I really... I, I don't think it's fair. I know exactly why he's done it, though, because he's he's put it there. I mean, the balls on the guy to put this stuff in there and go. I, I think he's balls. Literally it? get his fans to go and people. I he's got me wanting to see more with a couple of those endings. And yeah, you can imagine the people who are really into this are going to really want this. And if it it's been the talk of Twitter for since it came out, mm. nearly every single day, have a look at what's trending. There's something to do with this film or like spin-offs and stuff. It's got people's attention. If I do it like sells how soft-spoken HBO, he is. If it sells HBO, a lot gets them a load of money, gets Warner Bros. a lot of money, of course they'll come back to this. And he's put that on there on purpose to get people yeah. wanting it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's a completely pointless sequence because it doesn't add anything to anything. And it's a potential you know? future. That's the thing that bothers me. And it's not our earth. <laughs> I th- I think no. it was the peril. He... But no but but but, no, but none of that's explained either. No. It's just shown as a implied dream isn't it? It's implied. Yeah. It's not even implied. It's just a fucking ruined city in a desert with a Mad Max aesthetic, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Batman looking like an absolute cunt in that outfit. I'm the sorry, duster, but the just a fucking, the, the the duster with maintaining the cow. Everyone knows who you are. Just the world's ended. Take the fucking. Oh yeah, mask there isn't off, no mate. world anymore. <laughs> yeah, you've got Mira Mira following him. She's pointless. There's no fucking water around. You're in a desert. She doesn't have the same got, powers as Aquaman either. Yeah, you've got. Old man Flash, you'll probably bust a knee if he starts running. Run, Barry. And then, and then you've got then you've got the Joker acting like everyone else is following him because he's the one that's got Batman and wrapped got, around you've his got little S- fucking Slade finger. Wilson that hasn't aged again. Oh yeah, Slade Wilson. What's he done? He's had a fucking haircut. He's, he's got died, no he's powers. He's just a human. Yeah. Oh, so Quite. is Batman. Yeah, but yeah, we don't know what his hair looks like. We don't know what he looks like under the cowl. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah, and it's. It's it's layer upon layer of stupidity, and then this conversation between Batman and the Joker. And the more I'm thinking about it, the more it's just reminding me how angry it made me because it it's a it's a eight minute conversation that goes nowhere. Is that how long it is? Yeah, oh, it's, it's long. I'm sure yeah, it's about yeah. eight minutes. It's a long conversation yeah. because it doesn't. It's not structured and doesn't flow as a conversation. It's a dream. Fine, fair enough. Yeah. But because the talk, because the Joker keeps talking in riddles and about all this stuff that is supposedly happened that we don't know about, yeah. and how him and Batman we're the same, we're best friends, <laughs> and it's like yeah. it's all that thing. It's all it's all recycled Joker dialogue yeah. from other incarnations of the Joker because the Joker will always say we're one and the same. Yeah, double You're two my sides of a friend. coin and that. Yeah. Two sides of a coin. One of us is going to kill the other. They all, every single Joker has said that since fucking Jack Nicholson. Yep. And it's just recycled fan service. It is fan service, but not in the good way. Not like the proper, pure no. comic fans. The, the only, you're, you're right, Stig. The only reason that's in there is so that he could put Jared Leto in the trailer 
And that's exactly why... He knows he's going to get another 70 have... million, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly why it's structured as Jared Leto being the last new character introduced into this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. At least he doesn't say that we live in a society line. They talk oh, about. I'm so glad they fucking <laughs> took that out. Because I saw that in the trailer. I got legitimately angry because I thought, no, you can't do that because the fucking neckbeards will be up in fucking arms. 4chan yeah. will explode. Oh, God, it'll be 8chan as well. Oh, God. But yeah, the... Yeah, it's just such a pointless, irredeemable sequence. That entire epilogue didn't need to exist. If you wanted to take sequences, you could take the cyborg bit and end it on cyborg. He's, as you said, he's effectively the main character. He is character the main in character in this film, yeah. And then they just the, kill him off in the dream. <laughs> you could have kept the fucking um, the deathstroke bit on the boat to being a mid credits, mid credits, mid credits. And then it's the Martian, sequence. Martian Manhunter is the post credit. Yeah, post credit yeah. without the dream. You did, don't need the dream sequence. Yeah. Or even if, even if you just had the tiniest bit of the dream sequence where it's Batman in the desert and he turns around and there's just a flash of Jared Leto's jewel when he wakes ah, up. Ah ah ah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. And, yeah. That would have been a much more impactful thing because I like the idea of exploring the idea of Batman having PTSD from everything that he's seen. Everything Which is, he's is a thing through. that, yeah, it has been done. Yeah, yeah. it's a thing. That, I know it's a thing that happens in the comics, yeah. and it's kind of it's it's implied in um, in uh, Arkham Knight as well. There's a lot of PTSD oh, yeah, trauma stuff yeah. in Arkham Knight. Where? So great, do that. That's fine. Mm. Batman at this point, he's he's early fifties at this point. Like he's coming towards the end of his abilities. It's when he has to stop being Batman and and, cr- and create Batman Incorporated. Exactly. Yeah, Many Batmans. Like, he has seen so much stuff yeah. that he will be traumatized. He's lost everybody. The Joker, the Joker is likely to be the most traumatic thing he's ever encountered. So 100%. Have, have a little one-minute sequence of him in the desert. Turn around, see the Joker, wake up, cold sweat, Martian Manhunter, end credits. Fine, give me that. Yeah, I want yeah. that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Don't give me eight minutes of metaphysical bullshit of something that, with a, yeah. a second-rate Joker <laughs> yeah. that didn't need to be there. I agree. It's pointless. Sorry, still I'm very protect. I'm very protective of um, the Joker because I think the Joker has been done so many better ways. Yeah, like I, Jared Leto's Joker makes me irrationally angry for a multitude of reasons. One that reminds me Suicide Squad existed. Two, it reminds me he was in it. Just but, think back like, to Heath Ledger's Joker. Well, Heath Ledger's Joker, Mark Hamill's Joker, Jack Nicholson's yeah. Joker—they're all very different. And takes the Joker on the from character. the film, the Joker as well, Joaquin uh, Phoenix's uh, Joker. Yeah, Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. All very different takes on the character, yeah. and. But all very brilliant takes on the character. Remember, Whereas he's damaged. Jared... He's got damaged on his head. But he doesn't in this one. <laughs> I know How do we know he's damaged? That's true. He's just got white makeup. How on. do we know he's damaged? <laughs> I bet if he lifts his shirt, it doesn't even say Joker across no. his stomach. No, or gangster on his belly button or whatever he says. Purple Lamborghini, purple Lamborghini. Gangster yeah. Joe. So yeah, I'm getting yeah. irrationally angry about that kind of that ending sequence. But yeah, I just it was. It was something that... There is one line that I liked, sorry, where he says, um, was... I saw, uh, I had Harley Quinn in my arms, and the last thing she says before she bled out on me was that I have to kill you slowly, and I will fucking kill you. And, and then Joker, yeah, yeah, like Joker looks at him for a split, and he goes, you're good. You're really good. <laughs> it's like you, he's, he actually scared the Joker for a split second, then Joker's like, nah, fuck it. I'm not scared anymore. Yeah. I, 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 will, I will say, that's a, that, that is a line I liked, but... Yeah, the, the the entire epilogue sequence is what twenty eight minutes or something like that. It's it's about half an hour long. Oh yeah, it didn't need to be there. No, it didn't. There's no, no, no none of that. I was think, as you said, Martian Manhunter could have been. This could have been the scene where we first see the Martian Manhunter. Floats down, 
Hello. That would be better. Hello, I'm I'm John John. And the, and the fact that he says, some people call me the Martian Manhunter. No, that's your job. Nobody calls you, <laughs> what's your name? Oh, if somebody no. said to you, See, Gadget, I what's have... your name? I am the sound engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a big problem with that last scene anyway but i i like the idea of this nightmare world i do kind of want to see that in a way i don't know whether i don't think you need to read some good what, comics mate i'll send you did. some over file no i just I, I like the idea of this kind of like seeing what happens where that goes you'd but, like crisis on infinite earth you guys have touched on that enough and i'm just going to mention this final scene so bruce wayne has spent the better part of the last four years or so mm. f- dealing with and fighting aliens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then one of them floats down to his lake house. Yeah. No issue with that. Yeah. The guy then tells him, some people call me Martian Man Hunter. No issue with that. Well, you want to have... <laughs> what the fuck's going on? You know what a it's man just... hunter is, don't you? A bounty hunter. Yeah, well, but when you're a man and, so, and, a, and no, an alien no. Florida tells you, you, I am a man hunter. No, no. Like, Batman's no, clever. He, he knows he's just a Martian no, bounty he's hunter. Fuck. He's spent the last four or so years dealing with aliens and beings coming down. I'm sorry, but his instant reaction wouldn't just be to stand there and smile and be like, oh, do you want to join the team? Nice one. No, I don't think... I, I, I don't think... I, especially with, with, with John John's powers of like... He should have revealed himself as being... That should have been that should have been the, the, the reveal of Martian Manhunter. He should have come to Bruce as the general. Yeah, because he knows him. Then, yeah, you're right. He knows yeah. him. And then turned into the. I've got a secret Mar- to let you know. Yeah, guess who? Yeah, guess who I am? Turned, <laughs> in, turned into the Martian Manhunter. Yeah, that would have been. That should have been done. Been Not better. him blindsiding, blind. Uh, yeah, with Bruce Wayne after he <laughs> just had a nightmare and being all like, "I'm an alien." I wish I looked now. that good when I walk up as well. Yeah. He looks so good in that Ben Affleck. Quaffered grey hair. He looks so good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think what it, I think what it is uh, to to put my final pin on that bit is um, this was supposed to be the big thing. Like, like there's that scene where they go to the Hall of Justice before it's the Hall of Justice and says, "Yeah, there's enough for six six chairs." And Wonder Woman goes, "And room for more." Because yeah, remember, yeah, there's yeah. ten oh. members of the Justice League, and there's ten members of eventually. Oh, Fucking delivery on our dialogue. Yeah, so she's. Bad. I think Gal Gadot is so hit and miss sometimes. She's like, and room for Thamar. Some of some of her dialogue is is atrocious. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. It, it was in Fast and Furious. So, <laughs> she in Fast and Furious. Yeah, she was. Number five, yeah. six, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's where I first ever saw her. I went, oh hello. Five and six, I think she's in. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Didn't know. Anyway, uh, so that's it. That is the end of the film. Um, and we get to listen to Hallelujah again. <laughs> oh, fuck yes, I forgot about that. I didn't watch the, tr- I didn't watch the credits. <laughs> oh, so. I did in case there was something else on it. Oh, so, it, it, But it, it's not even a good version. It's this weird instrumental version. It, yeah, it's not Leonard was, Cohen, is it? No, it it's, it started playing and and like I was compl- it was complaining to Pip about it, just like explaining like the bullshit that I'd just seen. And then I'm just uh, the music in the back of me mind is just going. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is fucking. I believe. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. We're ragging on it, but, but I believe it's. I believe it's something to do with autumn. That obviously the 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 um the tragedy that his family had to go through because uh, the yeah, film okay, was dedicated enough, to one. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know if that's autumn singing, but I think it's something to do with maybe. A, that that person's favourite version of it. I know there's some. It's still a bad choice. It's still not good. 
And I think every musical choice in this film is wank. Yeah, some of the actual... What happened like, Icky Thump? Icky Thump's not in this. It's in the original. It's in the Whedon oh. cut. They change Icky yeah, Thump with something where's, else. Where's, even, he, where's the Yorkshire connection? Oh, uh, <laughs> Even the like, original score like was just used wrong at times. Yeah, like, I agree. We've touched on the chanting, the Wonder Woman theme. That should have been used in that final battle with Steppenwolf, not this, like... But Superman, in, in, in Man, of, like, in Man like, of Steel and mm. Batman vs Superman, Superman has a really cool of his own theme, and that barely gets used. Do we do we, do they even use the Superman theme? No. No. They don't. Oh, that moment where he flies up to the sun yeah. is a perfect moment to put the Superman theme exactly, in. Exactly. Why is it not used? Which is used. It, it, it canonically always gets used in any Superman Why does that theme. not get used? It gets used in the cartoons, for fuck's sake. And Smallville. Oh. I think... That's a great the, scene. I think that looks really good. I he do. puts his fist on the floor and yeah, the, the rock shakes pushing. And he shoots yeah. up and he's and he's there with his arms stretched out taking in the the rays of the sun. Oh, that scene where it's it's like it's like the Superman theme but like in minor cards where, mm. where you know he gets blasted by that nuke and he's dying. Right. And then the Superman theme's playing but like a minor version of it. It's, it's it sounds so fucking the, cool. The, the the one thing that stands out to me is the fact that something doesn't stand out and the score doesn't stand out to me it's at the all. Worst, no, I, I genuinely most, think most, the score's the worst part of this film. I don't think the score's bad, but I had to concentrate to hear it, and boring. I don't remember any of it. It's boring. It's the the pop songs and the kind of the the license tracks that they put the in wank. there, they they're the most offensive part of it. Like 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 I joked at the beginning that fucking slow mo introduction to Lois Lane. And there's yeah. some pop song singing under that, and I can't remember what it was, but just God Almighty! So just think of it this in in this in this term. Music videos. Aren't they? Oh yeah, Th- this film yeah. is DC's version of the first Avengers film, Marvel's Avengers. Just think how much better the score is in that film from ten years ago. Well, you, <laughs> so much is, better. Like, th- there are no themes to remember apart from that Wonder Woman. Ah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So weird. Um, other, the, than, other than the, Wonder Woman's actual, like, hands in the theme. Yeah, yeah. Like, da, 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 but then it gets used, used like once. Yeah, okay, yeah. It gets used like twice, yeah, yeah once or twice. Yeah. And it doesn't get used in the right parts because they keep putting that fucking chanting in instead. Yeah, and I'm like, there's, there's no thematic thread that runs through the music and the background of the score through the film. Like, I know we keep comparing it back to it, but take an Avengers film. It's the you've obvious always, comparison, you've got though. The, you've always got... Alan Silvestri's um, yeah. Avengers theme motif running out throughout incredible. the film. You get a minor version when there's something sad going on. Yeah. You get a fucking bombastic version when the action's kicking yeah. off. Like, I mean, we, we, had the, we had the music episode not so long ago. Um, Stig, there's no portals in this one. No, there isn't. The, no. There isn't, that, that, there isn't that lump in your throat moment. No, no there's no, there's no and music, moment of... Music in, in cinema is one of the most important aspects, in my opinion. The, yeah. the, 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 the team should have a theme. Yeah. There should be a theme that people go away with. That's the Justice wanna, League theme. And they hear it and they go, that's the Justice League yeah. Yeah, theme. Yeah. Like you would with the Avengers. My kids know the Avengers theme, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so do my, so yeah. my, 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 my daughter knew it before we even started watching Absol- the that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It's like, come on. Yeah. And right. Th- there, there, there isn't a Justice League theme. There isn't anything no. that, that helps with that there is, there is a, to there, just link you to scenes. The weird thing is, is there is a Lex Luthor theme. Boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. It does that, and it's it's like they used it in uh, Batman vs Superman, and it's a good theme. But why has he got a good theme, but nobody else has got a good theme? It's one of the worst characters <laughs> well, in it. 
Well, the, those themes though are being reused from earlier films, like you oh, said, yeah. with the Wonder Woman theme. You know, it's yeah. like there's none of the original music written Absolutely. for this film is any good. Yeah, I agree. And why Batman got a cool fucking theme? Batman does have a cool theme. That's the point. He needs that. Where's that? Where's the back theme in there? Yeah, no, 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 Batman. <laughs> right. So uh, we're going to end uh, the podcast in a minute. We're just going to do some some quick overall thoughts mm. that I had before we do. I found the second half to be a lot better than the first half. I found myself taking a lot less notes because I was enjoying things more than I was in the first half. There was a lot less that I needed to take notes of because I didn't find them as stupid. There were still things I didn't enjoy, but overall thought it was better. I thought Flash and Cyborg were serviced so much better Way in better. this. Absolutely. Way better. They actually got characters and the more they're actually integral to the outcome. It makes you want to I watch f- the follow-up films of them. But I do feel like Aquaman was underutilized plot wise. Yep. He was mainly there to My man. look Looked amazing good. and yeah. uh, and he did look good. And fight. Yeah. So he did his job well. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't really have much character. Yeah. Um thing that they took out my favorite Aquaman moment from the Whedon cut, which is when he, the first time he sees Batman and Sue, he's like, just like a bat, I can dig it. Yeah. It's like I took that out, so that's a really funny yeah, moment. Get, they kept my man in, though. That's good. Oh, man. That's good. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Carry on. Uh, Steppenwolf, I think we all agree, is much better as a villain in this. Uh, even if you have issues with the way he looks, his yeah. motivations, yeah. the way he sounds, not Pat Foster, everything. I think he's an actual character. He's an actual character. He has motivations. I do think, personally, he looks better. I don't like think the design is great. It looks like something from Mortal looks- Kombat. He looks a lot better than the the version they had, which just looked like a Play-Doh on someone's face. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, 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 like I said, it's, it's his armour that I take issue with. Like the, yeah. the design of his face and the horns and the kind of his body structure and stuff like that looks much better. I don't like how the horns are part of his body, though. That fucking bothers No, me. I thought that was part of his armour. I, I said to, 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 to Kate when we were watching it, I was, like, I was like, how does he sleep? Like, how could you put your head down <laughs> if you had like massive horns? Well, he's not that. sleeping on his side, is it? <laughs> no, I'm just, it just, it must have to like suspend himself. Well, just think about sleep. it this way: a giraffe can't lay on its back. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, I like, I like the, I like the design of his face and his overall body structure and stuff like that. Like that kind of design. I like his extra form. He yeah. looked, I he looked more menacing as well. I think he, yeah, he the, came the across shim- harder. The shimmering armor didn't do it for me. Like the, the kind of the, the moving plate. Like a glitter armor. ball suit, think, isn't it, from Mighty Boosh? Yeah, <laughs> I think if they'd, if they'd given him a, a more solid suit of armor, I think that would have made him. If they'd basically taken the armor that he had in the original and just made it a Why bit. Why couldn't extra, they just give him red and blue armor like he's supposed to wear? All that, because. Yeah. You know, it has why. to look edgy. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Aside from everything, yeah, he was much. He was much better in this. Way better. I think we differ slightly on this. Maybe with the dark side cliffhanger, I actually want to see that. I don't I want to see a conclusion to this. I do. I don't. I don't, I don't know I... whether the. It's left me wanting more. To be honest, dark side's not a good but... enough baddie. Batman, should, uh, Superman should be the baddie. Yeah, but that's what I mean. They could do they that. Don't need they need that for it. He's planted, he's planted the seeds for that, and I, I, I'd like to see that. I don't have. I'm not precious about the comics because I have no affinity with them. I've yeah, never I know, read them. I've just watched cartoons. And, if they make Darkseid uh, take over Superman with the anti-life equation, I'll accept that. That's what it's pointing towards. That's what it feels like they're going yeah, for. I suppose it, it does, makes me it? want. It, it makes me want to see that. I do that. want to see it. And like I say, I think. Zack Snyder's got some balls in him to put that in the film, knowing that people are going to 
really call for it. So I'd love I'd love Zack Snyder to go, guess what? I'm not following this up. I'm doing the Russian Superman story. We're doing Red Sun. <laughs> yeah. We're doing that's it. Just, <laughs> that's just come out, actually. Has it? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, Red Sun's Cassie. so good. Yeah, animated version that's just yeah. come out last Imagine year. Imagine him fighting for the Soviets. So, um, overall, we all think it is better than the 2017 film? Yep. If I were to put a number on it, I think the original film is a one out of five, and this one is a three and a half out of five. I would go with, yeah, one out of... I did put give it a two out of five originally, Justice League. Yeah, but, but in context now. The more, yeah, I think about it, it is just a one out of yeah, five. It's a Incoherent mess. This is a three out of five for me. Yeah. It's 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 a coherent mess. Is that a thing? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it makes more sense. There's more to it, but it fucking should do because it's four hours long. <laughs> um, and I think it is a better film. There are things I don't like about it. There's a lot of Zack Snyder's... <sighs> All the slow mo could be taken the out. The stuff that he does are too much in his films is there, but he does have an eye for certain things. Can we talk about the colour palette, really palette before we, we disappear? Because I think it looks better than the colour palette of the original. The, the um, Weedon Cut, the Weedon Cut's really colourful, isn't it? And bright, and I like the. Co- it should be bright in places. No, but I like the muted. I like the muted palette on this one. It's DC, remember? It's not Marvel. It, it works in certain sections, but mm. sometimes it's a bit too much. Okay, yeah. But yeah, I, for me, this is a three out of five. I I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. All by yourself, Gadget. I know you, you You sounded a lot more upbeat on it as we it's talked It's the second half, it. isn't it? It's better. The, so, but, the, second, the second half is better. The thing is, the, 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 the original is a one out of five, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. This, 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 this one, I'm somewhere between a one and a half and a two out of five. Because for every, <laughs> oh, wow. Because the thing is, the thing is, for all the good stuff that is in there and the improved stuff that there is in there, there is a lot of stuff that... Re- I really genuinely hate, and for me, this is basically. And I've said I've used this gag several times, but this is the biggest cinematic wanker I've ever encountered. Oh, it's a wank indeed. <laughs> because, yeah. because it is so self-indulgent. Yeah. It is all. I think this is the zenith of all of Zack Snyder's worst impulses. Yeah, I think for all that there is stuff I like in this, none of it's exciting. I think it's a very dull film. I think it's a very boring film. I think there is a lot of plodding dialogue, a lot of exposition scenes that don't need to exist. For instance, Wonder Woman and Alfred making tea together. What the fuck? You, that doesn't add anything to anybody. You put the water in first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the point is that sequence doesn't need. Doesn't why is he add telling? To why film. is he telling like a hundred and five thousand year old woman? woman. <laughs> is that yeah. Like, yeah. Why is he telling her how to make tea? She, she existed before tea existed. <laughs> yeah. So. All, all of all of these things kind of get wrapped up in themselves and wrapped up in the Snyder hype. And this is a film that would be a lot... I would rate a lot higher if a lot of... If there was an editor with a red pen just pulling some shit isn't, out Isn't the producer's wife? So she's like, yeah, is that yes. whatever? Yeah. There is <laughs> a very good three-hour film in there. There is a good three-hour film yeah. in there. I think, I think if you take a lot of slow-motion sequences out, tweak a few of them, like the Flash's introduction... Slow mo should like be that. utilized for the flash and the flash only in this. Yeah, yeah. or for or for a particularly badass action shot. Yeah, like say for instance, um, when uh, when Wonder Woman beheads uh, yeah. Steppenwolf. Yeah, slow mo that. Slow mo the yeah. shit out of that. Oh, like, like I think when Superman, we didn't mention it when he actually comes into the fight. 
Steppenwolf is bringing his axe down and Superman comes in and it, and it hits it him on the shoulder. It hits his shoulder and he just looks and he just kind of shakes his head. Doesn't he say something like, I'm disappointed in you or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not goes, angry, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. And then he just blows <laughs> cold air onto the axe and it shatters. Yeah, like, yeah. that's a like, good slow-mo of it. Like, th- th- yeah, that, that, like, you can pick out a lot of these things that Zack Snyder's put in that are great. We could take the 10-minute ten, ten oh. chanting of the Norwegian women out. Yeah, you can take <laughs> shit like that out. I, you can take a lot of the Lois Lane sequences out of there because... The world needs Lois Lane. Um, the, the Martian Manhunter Man can reveal is stupid. Should have been a it's, stinger at the end. Should have been a stinger at the end or done in a different way. Like There is so much stupid... And mm. unnecessary bullshit in this film. Mm. I can't really say it's any more than a two out of t- uh, two out of five. Mm. Um, it's is improved. Like, don't get me wrong, it is significantly improved from the Whedon cut. Seventy Whedon million cut improved. Oh fuck no! <laughs> but also, the thing is, a lot of the a, a lot of improvements you can make to the Whedon version. We're actually cutting it down because there was stuff in the Whedon film that didn't make sense. The, 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 or didn't they didn't do the run there. with uh, the, the the race with Superman and Flash either, did they? At the end, no. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's a good film. I think it's a better film than it was. I think it is a good film. I no, I struggle with, it. and I am absolutely not interested in anything Zack Snyder's got planned, like or anything that he's three hundred three. Watchmen two. If he wants to go for the rest of his career making sequels to three hundred, Sucker Punch we'll two. Do that. At least you know what to expect with that bullshit. Oh God, <laughs> no. I, I, I like 300. I like 300. <laughs> I, I like 300. You didn't like 300, 300 too, did you? was great. 300 was perfect it. for what it was. He, he didn't do that, though. No, he didn't. No, he didn't do the sequel. But 300, I thought, was a great film. And yeah, but that's, that's, that's perfect pan- Zack Snyder It's because it's panel for panel the same as the book. That's why it's a good film. Yeah, effectively, he didn't write it. Yeah. But yeah, that's a perfect Zack Snyder film because it's a very action-oriented, interesting colour palette, that kind of thing. You know, he, get, he, he invented a lot of stuff for that film. Yeah, and CGI packs. Yeah, fine, do that kind of thing. But when it comes to architecting something like this, like, he, he hasn't... And this is also, I think, a fault of DC as well. DC don't have the chops that Marvel have for building these interconnected stories. You shouldn't do it that way, I don't think. I think there should be just single things. But yeah, yeah, but D- DC are trying to... I know, are, I know. Trying to say, it's the universe. Marvel's doing that, I want to do that. I think they should, do, they should do what they did with Joaquin Phoenix and just have one-offs. Like, yeah. this new oh, Robert yeah. Pattinson, The Batman, they've said that's going to be a one-off. I'm excited for that. It looks incredible because you know there's going to be a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. Joker worked well because it, it was a low budget, interesting Just story. It's one off, isn't it? It's a one off. But yeah. they try and, F- you know, obviously, they tried to. Filmed and focused it. around one actor, and there was hardly any CGI in it. Yeah. I like the one offs. I, 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 obviously, I didn't like Justice League. Uh, not just um, Suicide Squad. That was supposed to be a one off, but it became. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The next one of that comes out next year or something, isn't it? Yeah, but I trust that one more, being honest. It's different, though, isn't it? Who's, in, ch- different. who's in charge? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we, we, we could. We're going to get on too much uh, yeah. talking about future projects and stuff here. Uh, um, yeah, this was only supposed to be an hour. Fuck. Yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> it's a Zack Snyder <laughs> hour. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. We've taken half the runtime. If, 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 if people speed this up, now. it will be an hour. I was, yeah. gonna, I was gonna say, well, we reached chapter four at this point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to take a while, but I really enjoyed that dissecting that and talking about that I because um, it's so. It's we could talk about these things on forums and on our Discord and things like that, but you never really get chance to just sit and shoot the shit about the film and what you liked, and what you didn't, and 
yeah so i really like that i'm going to end that here um mm. i hope that uh everyone enjoyed listening to that uh hopefully we will do more spoiler specials going forward for big films and uh yeah i just want to say thank you to gadget and oodles for doing this with me and no worries check out modern escapism regular episodes every thursday and goodbye